<laughs> and already a disaster has struck our Might show. As well just stop. <laughs> We're so done. Just let it go. We're done. There's no way I'm picking up these papers. Mike literally printed out what 18 pieces of paper. 18 right there. pages. Everything for today. is in order. Woo! And now he dropped it on the floor right as he clicked record. <laughs> It's done. I'm done. We're done. Call it a call it a year. We're canceling the show. Fuck this show. (laughs) How you doing, buddy? It has been it's been a rough couple of days, Mike. Happy December. It is December now. Happy belated Thanksgiving to you all. We did the Thanksgiving thing on Thursday. We did. Thank you and your family for having us. You're welcome. Thank you for bringing your vegetarian options. Yes. <laughs> it was very delicious. Mike made delicious wheat rolls, mm-hmm. of which my wife's family looked at them and said, huh, and then went straight for the store-bought wheat roll, or white rolls, because they like I the, I the, the white bleaching roll. agent. Yeah, yeah. You know, the bleaching agent adds to the flavor. Of course. Yeah. So I adds to had, the gut as well. You know. <laughs> I only think I had two of your rolls, but you made about 17. I, yeah, yeah, about that. And then you, like an asshole, took them home. I was looking for them in my refrigerator what? yesterday. I asked you guys if you wanted to keep them. And apparently you didn't hear me when I telepathically told you, yes, oh, telepathically. leave them in my refrigerator. So that's, that's the thing. I don't take shrooms. I'm not connected to you <laughs> on that spiritual thing yet. Get there. <laughs> it was incredibly loud and noisy in my house that yeah. entire day. Well, I'm so sorry. I understand you didn't hear that. I'm sorry. They're all gone. Damn it. I shit them out. Well, hook <laughs> me up, please. You want some more? Please. Okay. I'll bring you some more. They didn't even need soon. butter. I know that good. they're good. I know you said you brushed some butter on top, just just not for some shine. Yeah, yeah. But I couldn't even I couldn't even taste the butter. But they didn't need butter. No, baby, they were that good. That's how I'm a baker now. You are a baker. I went a Quaker, from musician, a candlestick to maker. engineer, to <laughs> podcaster, to baker, <laughs> back to engineer, back to engineer <laughs> on Monday. I've been on vacation all last week, but and he made these deviled eggs. These guacamole deviled eggs without. No chickens were harmed in the making of these deviled eggs? Is that well, I had to choke a bunch of chickens to force the eggs out. But what did you do to the actual chicken? Uh, I, know, I know you were choking your chicken. <laughs> then, uh, <laughs> get it? Podcast humor. <laughs> what a Infantile. Great, what a great way to start off our honorable mentions, baby! Good lord. Woo! We finally made you it. We did it. It's, it's been... It's been a year, Mike. Yeah. For all of our new listeners, we do this at the end of every year where we round out... Our our music year of the year. <laughs> to our old listeners, you should have already known that. Our sh- to our old listeners, welcome back. <laughs> we are going to be sh- we're going to be starting off our uh, our year in review with this week's honorable mentions. The- Next week, stay tuned for the worst of the year, and Stinky. the week after that, uh, the best albums of the year. And we'll be taking a couple weeks off. Uh, and then in January, you can look forward to our top twelve. Songs 2019. This is where we really suck out the entire life of the year. Mm. So we narrow it down to one goddamn mm-hmm. song. Yeah, number that 11. Us all. Yeah, number 11. Okay, fine, whatever. Oh, number one album of the year? Fucking Child's Play, dude. Yes. Top 12 songs of the year. It's like anything goes. It's like all Mike, songs are on the line. Mike chokes a chicken. <laughs> I choke a chicken to these, <laughs> to these lists, baby. And finally, one song comes, <laughs> spits right out. <laughs> And that's his number one song of the year. Exactly. Holding absence. Here we go. (laughs) Uh, This is the eighth year in a row that we've done this. We have. I have to put my wife and now children on the side. All three of them. It used to just be a wife I had to put on the side. Yeah. And then it was a wife and a child. Mm -hmm. And now it's a wife and two children. Yeah. Last year, I told my story. Next year, it'll be wife and four children. Oh, God. 
Yes, it might be <laughs> from four different women. Yeah. <laughs> um, but last year, I told my story of what happened shortly after we recorded our Best Ofs episodes. Uh-huh. Life took an awful turn for the worst. Oh, no. But this year, I'm determined to not let that happen again. Yeah. You, doing, you know how I'm going to do it? You doing well this year? Well, it's only Saturday. <laughs> so I can't tell you how the rest of the weekend is going to go. Okay. My grandmother died yesterday. Oh, that's true. So I'm to sorry fly, to hear that, by the way. I have to fly out to St. Louis on Thursday and then arrive on Friday morning. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, you know, it's been a tense week. Yeah. It's, it was Freaking a- Elf on the Shelf showed up this morning. Oh, in a fucking balloon? Fucking balloon, man. I heard him. Fart heard noises. Him. He, like, I heard a balloon go... <laughs> and I was just like, what the fuck was that? I thought it was just like the dog farting. <laughs> Turns out it's a goddamn balloon by the goddamn Elf on the Shelf. He's yeah. back. That's 23 hijinks yeah. that have to take place now oh my god every single night well you know what when my daughter's elf in the shelf shows up yes and she's only at my house for half the week it's much easier <laughs> so the moral of the story is get a divorce and be a part-time parent. i've been telling you this for how, us... how old is nora now <laughs> six <laughs> for six years for six years <laughs> you should just be a parent one week and then off another week yeah there you go and everybody gets happier <laughs> yeah i don't know why people stay in marriages and raise children like a uh, unit like a unit because it makes more sense to do it part time right 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 i mean it worked for my parents oh god i miss her all every day that she's not there but yeah you're right adam <laughs> oh okay you're absolutely right <laughs> <laughs> so at least you only have 2 weeks of elf elfing yeah, I gotta come up with. Uh, I mean, I mean, <laughs> Santa has to come up with hijinks for I have me to, to clean to up do. this damn elf's shit every morning. Does it he elf like, shit? He's, he shits Cheerios practically. Uh. Like some days are Cheerios, other days he makes Skittles. He pukes fucking Fruit Loops. I don't know. It's just Why all it? over the place every day. He who or she who dealt the mess should clean the mess that would be great but he doesn't do it <laughs> oh okay we sit around and wait for his freaking magic to clean up his messes he just like sits there staring at us with his goofy ass fucking smile see we're not even uh, seven minutes into the show yet but already don't have children kids <laughs> i know i know don't make the same mistake that we made so I'm going to try to survive the weekend. Okay. It's been a rough weekend. Well, I have... But Thursday have, was fun. But, but on a serious note, I am sorry to hear of your loss, of the loss of your grandma. It's only uh, one more death of the decade. I hope that you're doing well so far. So far. Yeah. But, so uh, far. Well, well, let's, 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 uh, let's put on I'll a happier you, note and talk about some albums. I'll give year. you a call at 3 a.m. from the Denver airport, Mike. Okay. Friday morning. You have eight hours to burn. <laughs> it's Denver in December. Oh, no. It's... It's a little warm at that time of year, right? Sure. It's usually have, warm in the Rockies. They'll have the heater on. <laughs> Everyone will be huddled around it. So they'll have Mike, a big bar- big fire barrel going on. I told Mike we should should we do like a quick year cap? Okay. Just like to say how great this year has been compared to it's last year. It's been a very pleasant year it's for been me. Pleasant. On can, the on the job front, I only uh, I, I'm still on a job search. That's I, true. I, I, You've I only know, been. Turned down by one or two? No, I've been turned down by dozens. <laughs> oh, but I had one job, uh, a very promising job interview back in March. Oh, man. And, uh, You're still yeah. waiting for that call. I'm still waiting for the call back. <laughs> no, they called me back literally like two days later and told me I didn't get the job. God, yeah. that's so like deflating. It is. I've never applied for a job and been turned down. Right. So, so <laughs> you mean, don't know what this. So you don't know the existential dread that I that I that I go through, I mean, and how I 
and how I internalize it right. by saying by thinking to myself that I have no value in the job market. Right. Mm. I mean, granted, I guess I could have. I was technically turned down from Office Max oh. when I was like twenty years old. Oh no! But I told them like, "Are you are, okay, Adam? Are you still I'm, okay? I'm still okay? Are you sure?" I took their psychological test and everything. <laughs> I don't know how I did on it. But All right, they didn't call me back. Uh, but I'd also told them in the interview severe that severe sociopath. <laughs> I told them in the interview that I had another job selling timeshares that mm-hmm. I was really happy about. Oh, <laughs> that was that was that. So they, definitely think, severe sociopath. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> That job didn't turn out so well, but no, I, I, I'm very unhappy for you. I know. I'm still, I'm still trying just despite how horrific this pro this whole process been. It's been like two and a half years. I've been seriously like job searching and nothing's really come of it. I've had three total job interviews. One of, and one of them was a scam. That's right. <laughs> the pyramid. Uh, <laughs> whatever. Uh, that's unfortunate. But, but how about you, buddy? So the year obviously started better than the last one ended. Yes. I believe that my my connection to my now one-and-a-half-year-old daughter, mm-hmm. nearly one-and-a-half-year-old daughter, has grown of course. exponentially and she's since just, where we were at. And as she's growing, her personality is coming out more. Yes. She's... Just a little bundle of joy. She hasn't given me a hug in like a long, long time, but whatever. Well, I don't know, live here. She's whatever. Always, she's just expecting someone else, sure. and you continue to disappoint her. I know with that. I know. That's, <laughs> we can't hey, hype hey, her hey, up. You know, <laughs> speaking of disappointing, every time I come in through the door, to talk to talk a little bit about my ex-wife. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> somebody stop me! Ow! <laughs> so as I proceeded through that. I felt as she got to be at different stages of crawling and walking and and smiling and crying and, by bedroom doors <clears throat> and crying outside my bedroom door every night. <laughs> um, we just developed a bond. Good. Where I feel, you know, you know, when the, they can finally make eye contact with you and smile. Yeah. It's a whole different realm of parenting. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh yes. Oh yeah. This is why we have part. children. So it fulfills it fulfills an empty an, an emptiness that can only be filled with. Next of kin. With, with more children. With more children, yes. <laughs> so when? So when's the next one? <laughs> oh, God. Um, and then, let's see. So, and then she had her surgery. Yes. In September. That went pretty darn well. Yes. That is one tough little baby right there. She is a she's, tough cookie. She's been through a lot worse situations than most of us have in our lives. Yes, and she's not even two. And she's not even two. And, and does she, she remember like, a thing? No. And she is so chill. She has, their baby has like more chill than your oldest has in, like, one hand. <laughs> I know. Now, as for the oldest, the How? chill factor, I've noticed an arc. Okay. It, it, it's definitely a different level of maturity yes. that I'm seeing out of her. She still has her, her little kid breakdowns and yeah. stuff, and she's still up at 6.15 consistently every morning, <laughs> regardless of what time she goes to bed the night before. Oh, man. And she just stares at me like, what? what, what why? <laughs> what? The sun is coming out. Duh. But she's getting easier good she's six now yeah i'm noticing less craziness i think it's the school uh the, the, the fact that she goes to school because children learn from other children as yes. well so when they see them interacting with other adults like, subconsciously they're like okay well this kid is getting rewarded for their good behavior mm. therefore i act that way and this I kid is getting as well. beaten for his bad behavior correct that's what we pay the schools to do yeah Take that, Adam Rodriguez. Uh. <laughs> and maybe that is def- is helping her yeah. to not be the butthole. Yes, yeah, she's she at that age, she's at that age now where like the the 
She's just only going to grow more mature. Yes. I mean, that's the hope, right? That is the hope. Yeah. Now, where this takes me, we'll never know. Sure. Um, but where it's at now is okay. Good. And I and, and maybe I'll share other illegal ventures I've been doing another day. <laughs> but I don't think there's time for that right yes. now. Yes. But, you know, a, but that's in, a lot more fun to talk about. <laughs> but in that side of your life, I mean, you're exploring new avenues of your mind and you're All kind of opening up and you've been introduced to this thing. And you seem like it seems like it's been doing good for you. A little different. Yeah. I must say, as soon as I started partaking in said ventures, I noticed a change in the way I respond to my children. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means or where it means where I'm going from like here. Like a positive change? A positive change. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Whatever that means, we'll just it's yet to be determined. Yeah. So I'm sorry, fans. I can't go into it now. Right. But I will some someday. It may when, or may not when be When you're illegal. ready. <laughs> when you're ready to hear it, yeah. I'll let you know. <laughs> when you start growing hair in places that they never used to be hair. Oh, God. In we'll my, sit down. In my ears? <laughs> Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. For, I, mean, I mean, at least from my perspective, I think it's been a good year for both of us. I think so. At the beginning of the year, I thought I'd be married by now. But right. uh, we both decided that we were going to push the wedding into 2020. Yes. Because my wife-to-be started graduate school this year. And it's going to... It, and doing, starting graduate school and then doing a wedding, that's just a little too much work for luckily, her. Starting your second year of graduate school and doing a wedding... That's fine. All all of the stress is off. <laughs> well, it's because we're doing wedding things little by little. That way, that way, by the time the wedding comes up, like it's not we're not doing it's not a mad rush to get everything done at the same time. So most of the yes. like decor will be done, and all the all, like the guests will have known of by now. The catering stuff, it's all yeah, all that stuff all taken care of. By fairy the time. costumes will be so the fairy costumes will be made. Yeah. What about your? Are you doing the Michael Berry theme? Well, I don't know who Michael Berry. Michael, like from your photos, is that the theme that you're going oh. with for the wedding? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have like a fantasy attire as well. Yeah, so but, close. Yeah, so like, not, like, like not, a cloak, not, not 1860s chic. You're not going that far back. I mean, that no farther back, baby. <laughs> but I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, we're talking like Tolkien back. Tolkien, yeah. But uh, Frodo yeah. core, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go with my big old fat hairy big bare feet. Yes, yeah. But the, no, I'm gonna wear like a like a cloak, like a cloak and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> a cloak. Yeah, Sorry. we still have, we're still not no, we're still not completely like finalized on what my just for the viewer. Like. Mike was serious about the cloak. No, yeah, I'm, I'm serious. He's we're having a fantasy. Like no, we're having a fantasy of... style wedding. No, I'm gonna look like an archer, like like a fantasy archer, a fantasy archer, yeah. like Legolas or like Lego Lass or Hawkeye or 2012's. 2012, the Avengers, Hawkeye, yes. Yes. His <laughs> arrows are very powerful. Yes. By the way, Which I've been is taking, why he's on the team. I've been taking Mike up on his on his bet. I'm quite win. surprised at how far he's already made it. I've made it to the Avengers. Yeah. Which is movie five or six? Uh, at this point, Iron Man, Incredible Iron Hulk, Man Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America, six. It's the okay. Avengers. But I haven't six. seen Incredible Hulk yet because you said I didn't have to. You don't really have to. It's not on Disney Plus. Right. So I haven't Because that's seen universal. It <laughs> yeah. So I guess if I don't have to, that's okay. But Yeah, you just need to know who General Ross is by the time Civil War comes up. And there's plenty of time between now and then. And I can tell you all about General Ross. Yeah. General Hubert Ross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a great man. I, yeah. I look forward to learning of him in which movie? Iron Man 6? Captain America 3. Yeah. Okay. You're almost there. Oh man, that first Captain America. 
You didn't like it at all? I, ooh, man. Okay, we'll talk about it a little bit later. Okay, fine. We got a lot to get through because, like, apparently right. lunch is coming in, like, an hour. It's okay. So. I have to take a break and eat lunch and then come back to this. But, Adam. But honorable mentions. I'm glad. 2019. That, I'm glad to hear that you had a pleasant year. I had a pleasant year as well for the both, for the both what, of us. What's interesting is my number 10 worst this year mm-hmm. is a 6 out of 11. That's a good thing. Would usually put it, like, in the 50, you know, the 50 yeah. range. Of my honorable mentions, but now, like, I don't know if I just didn't listen to that many albums. Or but that's just... a that's a good thing, right? That we wanted. Right. I think we both wanted to rein back the number of albums we were listening to this right. because we want the worst of the year to be kind of. Eh. And I still ended up with fifty. Somehow. Okay. I don't know how that that worked. That seems like a lot. I mean, one album a week. I guess I, when I'm some some years I had up to seventy. Yeah. So uh, fifty makes more sense, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how many did? Mike listened to this. Um, I don't have the spreadsheet completely open, but last time I checked with recommendations, because I put those all in a separate list now, 92. 92. Take out the recommendations, I listened to 74 albums. And take out including the EPs? E- no, including EPs. And if you take out the EPs, EP? like I did? Oh, okay. So take out the EPs, like- it's probably low 60s, okay. mid 50s. So like that. So then we were relatively close. Though. Yeah. There isn't much that <clears throat> I listened to solo that I didn't have you listened to as well okay yeah but uh but, but as i go through my uh, honorable missions when we get to the actual list yes you'll see a whole list of everything that i've uh listened to so far okay. uh but uh, before we get to that even though it was a good year mike has a statement for both of us i don't think it was a good year for the music scene period should i announce you like they announced the president walking into congress take the floor my friend ladies and gentlemen the president of the scene of American music of 2019, voted on by you. <laughs> the scene audience. <laughs> All seven of you voted him in. It's it all was, your fault. It was a landslide victory. <laughs> electoral college be damned. I won the popular vote, but I lost the electoral college. But we're, a pop- yeah. <laughs> but we're a popular vote nation. So When yeah. we wrote the Constitution back in 2012 before we started the podcast, it yeah. said popular vote, vote only. Yeah. Gerrymandering be damned. Yeah. Adam tried his best to gerrymander this election, but God damn it, I won. Mike has a three-page review of the year. I got a little bit, I want to say, before we start our actual countdown this okay. year. I'm going to call this an open letter to the music scene of 2019. Not by Joel Birch. Not by Joel Birch. <laughs> Post-hardcore, emo, screamo, metalcore, punkcore, altcore, <laughs> electronocore, corecore, etc. We need etc. core. We need to talk. The things I'm going to say in this letter may sound extremely hurtful to both you and your fan base. And while I'll admit that these thoughts are coming from a place of frustration and going and growing resentment, I want you to understand that ultimately my intention is to express my concern for your relevance. I'm going to put this bluntly first and foremost. You're dying, Scenecore. You're dying a slow and painful death due to your own stagnation and arrogance and as a longtime fan and sometimes apologist for your aesthetic and your strange place in the music world, it's, extre- it's extremely depressing to watch this happen to you. Whoa. By the way, feel free to cut me off and, and, and if, if you want me to expand on anything that I've oh, said no. so far. I was going to add in that you're also a gatekeeper, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get to that. I'll get to that. Remember when you were fresh and new? 
Remember when you took some of the best elements of some of the surrounding rock and roll formulas and created something unique that fit the sensibilities of a subgroup of young people that didn't quite fit into the music tastes of their peers? When you were 14, yes. <laughs> this new scene took, a, took the dirty, crunchy distortion guitars of grunge and alternative rock. It took the emotional, often high-pitched vocals of pop rock and West Coast punk, and it framed these elements in the energy and aesthetics of hardcore and metal. This music was a new breed of mis- this music was for a new breed of misfits and outcasts, a mishmash of genres and styles that, in and of itself, spawned different variations. Guys, Back then, guys who wear hoodies all year long—that's me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes my ears get cold. Back then, the possibilities seemed endless. The quote scene, as we'll affect- as we'll affectionately call it from here on out, was born because creative young people took the music they loved growing up and slammed them together to make something that fit their peculiar tastes, similar to grunge before it, almost two decades before. In the beginning, the scene was going great, and, the f- and, and a few of the bands born of this musical movement even managed to break into the mainstream with regular radio play. Hawthorne Heights, Yellow Card, My Chemical Romance, Fall Out Boy, Taking Back Sunday, and to a lesser extent, Thursday and Thrice. Wait, before Fall Out Boy sold out? They were on the radio and were really popular? I'll get there, there Okay, man. okay. I wasn't sure, because everybody seems to be saying Going that now. Down, down. <laughs> now. Now they say they sold out, but you know, back then, they didn't. Uh, they, okay, got it. I don't believe in selling out. Selling out okay. is when you take money and use, or you, you take money in sacrifice of your creative control. Yes. That's what selling out actually, actually is. Go down, down. <laughs> After more than 15 years, it's becoming more and more evident through the years that the scene as a whole absolutely refuses to grow and evolve as a genre. Sure, there are exceptions, but they seem to be too few and far between. My Chemical Romance evolved and changed with each one of their albums. Fall Out Boy went from being an emo pop staple to one of the world's biggest pop rock bands. Bring Me the Horizon is my favorite example of a band who took each opportunity to write an album to take what was great about their music previously and continue to add new and exciting elements to it. And even if you, as a listener, don't always agree with the, some of the choices that these bands make, you can't say that any other albums sound derivative or sound alike in the slightest. And at the end of the day, that's really what the root of the problem is, right? The scene is dying, and what is killing it is the scene. This abhorrent refusal from its loud-mouthed ignorant and immature fan base to accept anything from a band unless it sounds like define the great line by under oath let it unfold you by senses fail suicide season by bring me the horizon or tell all your friends by bring by taking back sunday the fan base even shits all over the dicks of these same bands for not writing the same album that they wrote years ago this disgusting how dare you how dare you bands you bands <laughs> this disgusting gatekeeper attitude and behavior in an age when any idiot with a social media page can spread their vitriol directly into the eyes of their ahem, favorite bands is exactly what holds back artists, both established and up-and-coming, from wanting to try out new things and grow as creators. The irony, of course, is that drive to grow and create new music is how the scene was conceived in the first place. Yes. Don't get me wrong, I'm perfectly well aware that most music fans are not like this. It's a vocal minority, some with podcasts and blogs that seem specifically designed to cater to this mindset. Mm. We're all guilty. Very many of them. Mm. A few of them. Yeah, we, we, I've, I've heard of them. <laughs> we're all guilty of letting nostalgia get the better of us, myself included. I love some of the albums 
of some. I love some of the albums from the early days of the scene that the music cri- that the music critic side of my brain knows has objectively bad problems with them. We all have those personal favorites in every genre, but why is but why is it that o- that it only seems like it's the scene that's so toxic about any change? Why is it that every why is it that every band new band has to sound like an inferior version of a Skylit Drive or Amarosa or Sempaternal by Bring Me the Horizon? It's not even an issue of inspiration at this point because inspiration is supposed to breed innovation. But for the last few years, bands just seem content with being carbon copies of one another, endlessly, almost to the point of pseudo-incestuousness. Mm. I think if I'm ever going to create a band in the future, I want it to be called pseudo-incestuousness. Yeah, from the, the swan the, the And don't get me started on the swan compound. <laughs> how many modern... How, oh, go ahead. Oh, all they do is just make love all day long with each other. I know, and make and, music and about it. <laughs> That's what it sounds like in there. <laughs> How many modern rock masterpieces will we never hear now because a band, new or otherwise, feels like their next record has to make a 28-year-old Derek from Albuquerque, New Mexico, who still lives with his mom and works part-time at the mall with his giant gauged earlobes and his Paramore shirt happy? <laughs> his Paramore shirt? <laughs> that was a very specific reference, right? It was. Man, I've never met that guy, but he sounds but we terrible. All, but we all know that guy. We all know Derek. We all know 28-year-old Derek with giant gear, gauged earlobes who lives with his mom and works at the mall. What's his MySpace name? 666-RAR-CORE-XXX. <laughs> I could go I could go and place a lot of the blame on record labels and their outdated expectations of bands they sign as well. In fact, I could write a whole open letter about just that subject as well, but right now my frustrations lie mostly with the stagnant fans. Every band that a label signs is a hope that they will make it big and thus make the label a lot of money. There's a lot of and there's a, so there's a lot of pressure there as well. Part of that pressure often ends with the decision of just doing what works and there's very little opportunity for creativity and growth in that. Going back to the bands that do dare to innovate and go their own way, why all the hostility hostility and nastiness? Is Erase Me by, by Under Oath their best album? No, I wouldn't say so. Is Amo anywhere near as aggressive as Sempaternal or even Seth, or even That's the Spirit? No, of course not. Has, has Issues strayed farther and farther away from their debut EP? Absolutely they have. But that doesn't mean that any of these bands deserve a fraction of the toxicity and the, ma- and the amount of, um, actually, comments <laughs> that you entitled fucks out there give to them. No, enthusiastically, no. No band is beholden to you, and that includes me and Adam as well. And you are not warranted any piece of art that per- to perfectly fit your exact mold. Whoa. If Exactly. <laughs> Going harsh here. Um, actually, um, their, actually, their EP had Franzilla on it. <laughs> I know that's just like I mean that that's that's pure art that's right like there. Top one hundred. That's top right art. <laughs> Number one album. <laughs> if you cannot look at a piece of artistic expression with unbiased objectivity, then your opinion is simply not valid. I'm sorry if that's me. It sounds mean to say, oh. but it's simply the truth. So does that mean that we can invalidate seventy five percent of? Music fans, correct. Yeah, because most of the time when I see criticism, it's just like, "Well, it doesn't sound like this, so it fucking sucks." Fucking sucks. Now, what about? I'm sorry, I know you're not done yet. Yeah, go ahead. Thinking about all of the people that continue to love Escape the Fate, 
and are just like, you guys just keep on making <laughs> such inspirational music. You're right, I Craig. cry every time I listen to... You're right, Craig Mabbitt. I am human. <laughs> just like me. I am me. a human. <laughs> just like me. <laughs> Personal taste is aside, but if you I, have to bash somebody else for their music taste in order to validate your music taste then you're doing it wrong and i cannot take your opinion because i'm just saying as they valid could, they could write two and a half pages about us bashing that album right but if your whole point is that you're wrong and i'm right that is an invalid statement i'm not and with this whole i'm, I'm not done yet okay but sorry. like i'm not saying that i'm right in okay. here i'm just saying you have to look at things with um, unbiased objectivity sometimes yes you have you're allowed to have personal taste but you can't bash other people or bash bands for trying something new anyway bash let's <laughs> let's say a band releases an album that you end up loving awesome Share it with the people you love and tell them why you love it. Now, let's say that same band releases another album but goes in a musical direction that you're not familiar with or don't personally like. Then what do you do? Do you go to the band's social media page and spew out negativity about how they used, about how they used to be good and how they, quote, sold out? No, the correct answer, you fucking idiot, is that you say to yourself... This isn't for me, and you move on. And you hope that the next album is better. <laughs> I'm then you hope that I'm human is on a future album. <laughs> no, they just like cut and paste a track. From yeah, <laughs> one album to the next album. Your favorite band writing an album that you don't personally that you don't personally like doesn't erase the album slash albums that you do like. Mm. This sim this simple fact seems to be completely lost on fans of today's music scene, and it really shows. Bands are so afraid of expressing themselves and reinventing themselves that they're collectively killing this once great genre. So that brings me to the end of 2019. We're on the verge of a new decade. This new upcoming decade, I will be married to the love of my life. My daughter will become an adult. Oh, fuck me. She's going to be a... 12? Oh, no, the decade. I'm in sorry. the decades, in the in the 20s, in the roaring 20s, my, my daughter will be an adult. That's right. I will, I will transition into my 40s, and you will too. Next year. Snoring twins. Yeah, they're snoring like twins. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and it's sad to think that this new decade of change for me, and it's sad to think that in this new de decade of change for me, that I feel like my once favorite genre of music will not be changing or evolving with me, and I'll have to leave it behind very, very soon. These past 10 years of being a music fanatic and even making music myself, well, that's upside down, has yielded me <laughs> some incredible memories and a lot of the best albums I've ever had the pleasure of listening to. But at the end of the day, I can't keep giving chances and wasting my time with bands in a genre who refuse to bring anything new to the table. I feel like we're living in the worst-case scenario of living in an age when making and distributing music is literally within anyone's grasp. I optimistically thought that this would bring us new sounds and new experiences that wouldn't have been possible before. And instead, we've become inundated and oversaturated with the same bland, lazy milk toast that's just a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy. Week after week, month after month, it seems like we have to weed through the same forgettable album just to get to the small handful of gems that are either really unique or just really refined. It's becoming so exhausting, to be honest, hearing all of this great potential out there that will, more often than not, not ever happen. So that's where I'll leave off this letter scene. As, for right, as of right now, the end of 2019, I don't see you or your fan base changing or evolving for the better anytime soon. I hope that you will prove me wrong, because as pessimistic as I've been in this letter, there are still bands out there who are doing new and exciting things, and I want bands to be rewarded for their successful attempts at creativity. I don't want masterpieces to go unheard, or worse, shunned, because 
simply because Sarah from Terre Haute, Indiana, wants you to make something that reminds her of From, the, from Under the Cork Tree by Fall Out Boy. I cannot fathom why in an age of music in general, why in an age where music in general is so crowded and dense that we are content with everyone sounding exactly the same. Don't be afraid of change. Don't be afraid to let bands and artists lead the way with their innovation. We did it once. We can do it forever. Scene. Whoa. Really? Yeah. Okay. That was the least funny amount of I wasn't going for funny there. I had a lot to say. I had a lot to get off my chest. This year was the tipping point of just the same band over and over again, making the same music. So what does that mean for you moving forward? It means if I I hear a single... I shouldn't listen to so many albums for like six years now. I know. And I haven't been, but (laughs) I listen to recommendations, a lot of which, I mean, I haven't got to it, but like a lot of which I've listened to once. That's right. And I let them go. 27 albums he listened to. <laughs> Pretty much. There's, there's so many albums I've listened to this year where like, I listen to it and like, there's nothing here for me anymore. This, I've heard this album already. Yes. I don't need to hear it again. Yes. But you never know when their next album might be <laughs> your number one album. We'll see. <laughs> Adam, did you, have some, did you have anything to say at all? Well, I would like to make a completely spontaneous response to Mike's alleged... State of the Scene address for 2019, for 2019, and act as if I already knew what he was planning to say. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. what? Let me take my sip of water first, so I don't have to take it in the middle of my <laughs> discussion. A la, what's his name from Florida? First off, I would like to report that the state of the scene is strong. Oh. And nothing seems to be able to penetrate its glorious walls. <laughs> we have to remember where Mike's anger and rage is coming from. He still stays constant on social media, following bands that he stopped listening to six or more years ago. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> also, you may not be aware, but Mike will listen to any album that any random person recommends to him. <laughs> Oh, that's mean. We all remember the great Sia debacle of 2014. <laughs> oh, Pretty Girl recommends an album, so now it's in my top ten. <laughs> that is a genuinely good album, dude. <laughs> Lay off! <laughs> he has said for years that he plans to reduce the number of albums he listens to for this exact reason, to get rid of the excess bad albums. Though this year, his list tops more than 600 albums, of which 400 of them he only listened to one time. He got me there. I I can't defend that right there. It was a rough year, 600 albums, man. What is the flooded record industry supposed to do? Stop signing bands? What if that one they don't sign ends up selling 6,000 albums in its first week? Oh, that's a lot of albums. That's like a whole city. (laughs) They stand to lose dozens of dollars. If they become more selective. And that's a pizza party, right? Dozens. There. That's a pizza party. <laughs> Isn't this what caused all of the problems before the internet age when we were only allowed to listen to six or seven bands? <laughs> that's all they had. There was six or seven that's bands true. and you chose the one you liked. That's true. Maybe two. I have to be a stained fan. The right. radio demands it. If Mike wants real change, then perhaps he should be that change. Perhaps only listening to albums that Adam has listened to. Oh. <laughs> stained. Stained. <laughs> And, and numerous Goo Goo Dolls albums. It's been a while. Perhaps only listening to albums... Oh, wait, I said that. Perhaps stop being a nice guy and giving everything a chance that is suggested by Spotify. 
perhaps laying <laughs> off the alleged gram and book space and kickflips and instacarts. <laughs> they are only a source of feedback loops that serve to promote the interests of the record industry to continue cranking out mediocre music. You guys can follow me on kickflip.com <laughs> slash the skinny with Mike and Adam. I invite Mike to back away from any and all recommendations into the new decade and see where it lands him. We cannot let the Kevin Lyman's and Shane Tolds and Mike McCullough's of the scene tell us how and what to think. Once Me and we, Shane Told, you know, <laughs> biggest gatekeepers. <laughs> Once we reclaim our souls, we will forever be free. End rebuttal. And you guys don't have the benefit of seeing Adam, and you said that, but like as at the end of every sentence, he like flipped his hair fringe <laughs> yes. out of his face as he said that. <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> Anyway, that's all I had to say about that. You, I don't know what scathing what, my soul, sir. <laughs> scathing. All I knew was Mike had an address to make. I had an address to make. It. Now I don't know what this means about his list moving forward. Can I? Can I genuinely believe that these are the real honorable mentions slash worse and? Oh, I mean, the, these are still my twenty okay. to eleven and ten to one and bottom so, ten. So I feel like you're. Your state of the scene is more about all of the excess fluff you didn't give it much is. time to. And it's and it's just about like and it's about like the toxicity of the fan of the quote quote fan base out there. Because it's, it's sad. The toxicity of <laughs> our, our city. city. Of our city. The, the scene is a city in and of itself. No! There's I like, own the world There's fifteen different mayors. I own the soda. It's crazy. Soda. Yeah. yeah, but um like it's just a, I, I really do feel like bands are holding themselves back because they don't want the nasty comments. They want people to like to to love them the same way they love their first or second album, know. you know. And it sucks because you can tell there's so much potential in here that that's, that's from in most cases is going to go untapped. And you just have to wait eight more years until the ten year anniversary of your first album comes around. Yeah, and then bam. Just and then we get tour. another from the depths of dreams, lazy fucking EP. And then five more years go by, bam, 15-year anniversary tour. Oh, good. We're going to re-record <laughs> from the depths of dreams. Even border now. <laughs> well, Adam, I think uh, we have blabbed on long enough. We have. I think our listeners deserve to hear what our honorable mentions are. I think this, that's a good idea. So starting, last, starting, starting from last year, I have now given in to Adam. and Because I, I, I hate... I hate the scathing look he gives to me when I say these are just the honorable these are just albums you check out. No. This is my 20 to 11 now. Yes. I'm very happy to hear that because I mean what is just making two top 10 lists and throwing in the rest of the fluff in in date released order. Well speaking of At all least the fluff, now, I'm still going to be talking about the fluff. I know. But uh so but I'm just saying Mike only had to put in effort for 20 <laughs> albums in the past just and now two more albums, that's it. now he's at 30. And, and I'm saying he's made it's progress. growth. You know, I got to lead by example, right? <laughs> For me, I put effort into all 72 albums, including EPs. So well, okay, well, there's. The, I have another announcement to make before okay. we go on. Starting next year, oh. I will be giving every album I listen to a number ranking. <gasps> and it's not the same way that you're going to do it, because okay. you just take the number of songs you liked, divided by the number of song, total songs in an album, you get a percentage. I will be going off of a 10, technically a 20-point scale. Oh, okay. uh, I'm going to give five points and, and with 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 room for like point fives in there, um, five points for uh, musical aptitude and five points for personal preference. Ooh. So I can, uh, you know, of course, total max. Uh, so so let's say an album only gets 
of, let's say, a hands like houses out there, a band I'm totally checked out on. <laughs> I have no, I have no interest in their music whatsoever going forward. Right. Because they are a talented band, but I remember nothing about them. So they're I will give, a five out of ten. Yeah, they're a five out of ten. So I will give that band like a five out of ten. Because now why they, you didn't do this on this current list, we'll never know. But because I don't want to do that for like ninety fucking albums, man. Okay, fine. Start fresh in January. Start fresh. New okay. decade. New scoring system. New Mike. New me, baby. <laughs> 40-year-old Mike. I'm coming, baby. I'm coming. Six more years, baby. All right. So I can just blast through my 40 through 20. Oh, yeah. Go. Absolutely. Because that's where I'm at. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to prep the thing while you do that. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go okay. first? I, I guess I'll just do my 40 through 20 and you can prep okay. away. So I'll, if you I'll have put a it comment on. to make, uh, no. make a comment. Well, do you want me to on iTunes or YouTube? iTunes. Okay. Good. And YouTube. Both. No, but what are you going first? iTunes? Let me look at my number 20. <laughs> okay. That album is on my iTunes. Okay, good. <laughs> iTunes is ready. Now it's on my iTunes. There you go. <laughs> so I'll just start off with my 40 through 20 for today. Number 40, an album that was mediocre to terrible at first, ended up just being mediocre. Law Dispute Panorama. Mm, you know. Eh. What are you going to do? Five out of nine. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, this band seems to be, it's a weird, up. it's a weird direction. I don't think they gave up on this album. They just kind of went in a weird direction. It it, it didn't pay off. It didn't pay off. Yeah. Their sound is getting stale. Yeah. Vise, Light Loss. Mm. So proud of them for making an album yeah. and getting the lead singer of many Swancore projects. <laughs> <laughs> and they did a pretty good album. Yes. Cycled a couple of songs, but still. Five out of nine. This is a great uh, debut album for them. Yes. Yeah, and I hope unsigned still. Unsigned, unfortunately, yeah. But, but still touring with every Swan Corps band out there. My thirty-eight album is the best album ever mm. from Dayshell. Ah, oh, cool. Doctor Payne. Doctor Mister Payne Esquire. Esquire. <laughs> I gave it an eight out of fourteen. Okay. Because the first half of the album is kind of bleh. I listened, the second half I really enjoyed. It's, that was one of the albums I listened to once. Okay. Good for you. Yeah. I think you'll enjoy it if you listen to it more. I thought it was fine. Capture, not the crown. Yeah. Formerly the crown. Lost control. Seven out of 12. Okay. It's all right. Mm. I don't think this band is going to do anything exciting, but still, seven out of 12. It's it's fine. And it's Whatever. a weird revolving door of band members with this band, but you know, One they're still making music. One listen for Mike? I didn't listen to it. Zero listens yeah. for Mike. Okay. Number 36, Bayside. Intero-bang. Intro-bang. Intro-bang, as Mike said. <laughs> After listening to an hour and a half podcast where they said intero-bang at least 30 times. I spelt it intro-bang in my thing. So like the, the weird brain fart in me like, oh, that must be what it's called. I guess Idiot. I'm going to give up on vacancy being where this band is going to take off too. Because I guess this band hates vacancy. They hate vacancy. Their best album. And they're back down to just making pretty good rock songs. Sure. And intero-bang was a six out of 10. Mm-hmm. Right after that one, I do like it, but I do like the way that they marketed this. They did yeah. with the two week hype. Yeah, I like it. I like this Locket band. Yeah, pretty good. that was a recommendation from Dave. Correct. I feel like they're they're on to something. Yes, they might have a good album. They're a new two, band. Two to six albums down the road. Yeah, they're a new band. They had an EP back in two twenty sixteen debut album called good. All Out. Okay. So All Out was all right. Yeah, <laughs> it was all out. <laughs> six out of ten. It's one of those things where, like, by the end, you're just like, I don't, I just, my brain's kind of checked out. A little bit, yeah. I think that's where I was at. But it's a little, it's a little, it's a little samey, it's a but little there, there's samey. some gems in there. 
Water Parks. Fandom. 34. Okay. So, again, not as good as entertainment. A lot more angry. Yes, there's a lot there's, there's a lot of biting like, lyrics in this okay. one. I know that apparently he's getting death threats, so that's going to influence the music. Mm-hmm. So why don't we stop giving Austin whatever death threats, because that's stupid. And that's why I had to make a fucking thing. <laughs> because like, if you don't like what Waterparks is doing, leave them alone! It's fine. Some you people, fucking idiots! They're just a pop-punk band, whatever. Like, well, they're not just a pop-punk band. Though. I mean, like part of their appeal is like that cocky swagger that yes. Austin Carlisle... <laughs> whatever his name Austin what's his name I don't know anymore <laughs> yeah Austin Jones Austin Jones <laughs> but it's not Carlisle it's I know <laughs> but yeah we don't need to be giving him death threats for making a couple of albums that people seem to like for yeah. reasons somewhat unknown to us fucking dipshits whatever fandom is kind of cool it's an 8 out of 13 and, and Water Pies is a legit good band they are doing good exciting things in the pop punk scene they're trying leave them alone they're trying we'll give them that much yeah Bad Flower, ah, the number thirty-three band recommended to us from listener Alex. Thanks, Alex. Yeah, love that, it. That came out of nowhere. Was never going to listen to this band, and never even and heard of this band. Eight out of thirteen is still not that bad. Yeah, but it's good. It's, again, towards the bottom of my list. Okay, and I enjoy the jester. I enjoy the song about cutting open his veins and bleeding out and being upset about that. Or Adam, sad, what about or the song where? Regretful about where that? Adam, what about the song where he violently describes a, a, a brutal rape of his daughter? I don't like that song. <laughs> Nobody can honestly say, you know that song, oh, that's a great where, song. where the dad's having sex with his daughter? Yeah. I like that song. That's a great <laughs> song, Bad Flower. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Maybe a, maybe another day, but not now. Gross. But that's called OK, I'm Sick, my number 33 album. Great album. John Floriani. Ah. Sin. Of Trophy Eyes. Trophy Eyes uh, fame. fame. I gave it a five out of eight. I was digging this album a bunch when it first came out, but it's kind of tapered off for me. It didn't really have a staying power. I'm, I'm, I'm glad he's kind of just getting some, some stuff out there. It's yeah. only eight tracks. I gave it five out nice of eight. Nice quick listen, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. It's good. Whatever. Number 31, Sleeping With or Without Sirens. Mm, is, today, is this album with the Sirens? This album, I'm going to go with because okay. it's a lot better than the previous albums. Good. Been. It's not in my worst albums like their previous three albums they're gonna pull a capture the crown and just cut out with sirens now they're called sleeping (laughs) seven out of eleven what's the name of the album how it feels to be lost how many times did you listen to it oh lots of times (laughs) okay good i actually enjoy this album (laughs) seven out of eleven it's it's just as good as their second album was to me okay they're back baby make a fist still swinging i wrote a song for my mother stay off the drugs and the alcohol kellen (laughs) you might make good albums i don't know and 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 Grow out your hair. The blonde is freaking me out. Yeah, blonde <laughs> makes him look like a crackhead. <laughs> I think that's what he's going for. Ew. Oddly enough, right next to it, one of my favorite bands of all time, the Goo Goo Dolls oh, with nice. Miracle Pill. Cool. Not like their best album, obviously, but I've accepted that they're not going to launch me into the stratosphere mm-hmm. the way that they had in the 90s. I think a bunch of like radio fans might really like this album. Probably. Yeah. They can always get played on the radio, but Miracle Pill is a pretty good album. It's nothing, cool. Nothing mind-blowing, but nothing terrible. Mm-hmm. 7 out of 11. An inoffensive mind. album. One notch above that at also a 7 out of 11 is New Year's Day. Ah. Unbreakable. Something about me, and it's not just my penis talking, mm-hmm. that speaks to New Year's Day. I was Day. about to say that this album probably wins album art of the year for you, right? I don't like that album art. Why? It's a, naked, it's a naked Ash Costello. 
that's fine. The look in her <laughs> eyes tell me that she's about to rip my head off, and I'm not sure which one. That sounds kinky. <laughs> I'm into that shit. <laughs> but I, it took me a while on that album, but I gave it a 7 out of 11. Okay. It's not their best, but it's pretty okay. Okay. Empty. Now, this ah, is another, another recommendation. Yeah. Hope and the loss of it. That would Pretty made, good. Cracked his top ten of the year. It did. Yeah. I gave it a seven out of eleven because it, that's, that's just how many songs that I enjoyed on it. Cool. Um, I look forward to bigger things from this band. But another this new might band. Be, yeah. Might be another band that comes and goes before we get hopefully, to know them. Yeah. More. Hopefully they evolve their sound a little bit more. The biggest surprise of my seven out of eleven bands, Slipknot. Oh, we are not your kind. Cool. All hour and hour and four minutes. I think four it is. minutes. Yeah. I mean, if you cut out all the fluff, it's a brisk forty-two minute album. <laughs> <laughs> Slipknot surprised me on this one by coming back. Baby. Yes, they're still changing up the sound a little bit. Yes. Like they've been doing like for the last three or four albums now. So yeah, this one's a little bit has has some modern sensibilities, but it's still Slipknot. Something about spiders. I didn't care for that song. There's some spiders in there. I know. So <laughs> Apparently we swallow of upwards of 10 spider of eggs you. a year. At least. Yeah, I read that. It fucking terrifies me. I would rather be swallowing more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd be less hungry in the Need morning. Need that protein, baby. <laughs> yeah, Andy Black. Oh. An 8 out of 12. Oh. I know you hate this album. Interesting. I so listen you back to it and I'm always and... like, I like it. An 8 out of 12. Hmm. It's not the greatest album it's of the year, the shadow obviously. side. It's probably right up there with Shadow Side to me. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Because that album's fair as well. But The Ghost of Ohio, I, it's Andy Black without the other... Without the ones heads. holding back Andy Black. Right. Without the other veiled brides. Yeah. So for me, I'm already going to like it because it's not sounding like a glam metal recycling. Right. It's like a guy trying to make decent music yes. for once. And I with, think his, with his beautiful okay. baritone voice. I, I think it did okay. Okay. Number 26... This is my number 25, Landon Tawers. Mm. Withdrawal symptoms. Wait, withdrawals. <laughs> <laughs> so an interesting... This is our first taste of Landon Tawers' uh, solo stuff. We Apparently he has like nine other shits Yeah, I didn't go that... back and listen to any other nah. stuff. I just, uh, I don't want to. I like this album, but not enough to want to go back to his older stuff. I'm just like, right. come on, give me more plotting you, baby. Six out of nine, 66.7%. Cool. Not too bad. Not too bad. Back on to page one. The Almost. Ah. Fear Fear caller. inside your bones. The fear calling of my bones. <laughs> <laughs> Much better than the previous effort. Yes. By... Another surprise album we got, too. Like, it got announced, like, what, another three, two weeks before right. it came out? So I was very impressed by this. I enjoyed his story of recording it that he told to the Shane Tolds of yeah. the world. Um where, where, where did you feel it was? One of the worst of the year? We'll or? talk about it later. It's fair. We'll talk okay. about it later. It's, it's, I enjoyed a couple of tracks on there that were good. And I didn't realize that was a U2 cover of God and Country. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh. I had to look that up, too. I, I went and listened to the original. I'm like, it's, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> U2 was, was pretty okay mm-hmm. back in the day. Number 23, 9 out of 13. Oh. Better than my original... Number of six out of thirteen. Mm, here it is. But still a nine out of thirteen. Here it is. Bring me the horizon. Here it is. Ah, mo, emo, emo, amo, amo, amo. Something Amos. in Portuguese. Amo Castro. <laughs> when you have a, a band name that long and an album title that short, 
It looks weird. <laughs> but I gave it a 9 out of 13 because I came around on all of the non-electronica tracks mm. except for Wonderful Life because that song is still kind of garbage. Wonderful Life is great. I'm getting high on a Saturday night. Yes. I'm gone the edge of a knife. Yes, man. It's about anxiety problems. Nobody cares if I live or die. Oh, what a wonderful life. No. No. <sighs> FOMO. Well, we'll he talk, mentions FOMO. Yeah. Fear of missing out. Millennial I scum. The, I got the, the FOMO album. coursing through my veins. If he had fear of missing out, he wouldn't have anxiety about going out. I'm just saying. But that's what, fo- that's, what, that's, that's what FOMO is. It's this circular anxiety-ridden... No, it's just fear of missing out on things you're seeing on Instagram. Sure. It's, I want to be out there, but right. I, nobody told me. But that doesn't necessarily put you out there. <laughs> I don't like that. It just makes you insecure. The rest of the album is pretty darn good, though. I will give you your shit. I will give you your, my mouth shut, your mother tongue. I'll give you your... Medicine... <laughs> I'm going to keep my mouth shut for now. Number 22, Mike. <laughs> Order in decline. Ah. Some 41. What a shame that this didn't make even It should have been mentions. better. Yeah. It should have been better. With how great 13 Voices is. I know. And all their other albums. All their other albums except the first one. So I gave it a seven. It's not like the best seven. There's like one track that made it into my best songs. Mm. For some 41, I feel like there should be like eight or ten tracks. That's total, true. Yeah. At least. Yeah. So this was kind of a throw. This seemed like B-sides of uh, of, of 13 Voices, didn't it? Kind it kinda did. It, it had the same tone. It had the same atmosphere, same aesthetic as uh, 13 Voices. So yes. Still looking forward to the next Some 41 album. My last non-top 20 album. 21. Oh, Sleeper bloodied and unbowed mm, so now you're all caught I like up that album a lot yeah so now you're all caught up on oh sleeper and I, I mean i like most of these albums here so it's just like this one is a little bit higher than the rest yeah so um yeah but that album the i don't know it's pretty metal well i guess technically speaking for me oh sleeper would also be my 21 because that was that used to be my number uh 20 yes before it was another album off. got bumped it off bumped it off yeah. by who knows how? Mm, we'll see. Maybe later this episode, we'll see. I bet it was the Dead Rabbits EP. You got an early copy. I got of it. an early copy. Good for you, I man. Let you know, Adam. Good for you, Dead Rabbits. Craig Rab- <laughs> Craig Rabbit is back. <laughs> Craig Rabbit is rapping back. So who's your number twenty? Should I? Should you asked me on? to put on the okay the, the iTunes, right. so you're going first. The tunes of Ide. So your um, tunes. This album. What can be said about it? Except it's pretty fucking dope. And I'm just going to throw out one of the best songs on it. Now, some would say plagiarism. A little bit. Some would say this album and band sound exactly like so many bands out there. One band in particular. We could also say the same thing (laughs) about a lot of pop punk bands. Okay. But I was very, very happy that Mike finally allowed me access to this Mm -hmm. band this year i gave you i gave you access to my music library yes well for uh finding god before god finds me a bad omens finding the devil and god and the The devil and god are raging inside of me by bad omens (laughs) so everyone's favorite bring me the horizon cover band (laughs) now where the first bad omens album was a sempaternal ripoff correct i feel like this one was was just a that's the spirit ripoff. No, this has like but this one is actually the crooked young of the album. I will take that 
and still enjoy it regardless of anybody else it sounds like mm -hmm. because I know that they at least had to come up with these songs on their own correct and they did a damn fine job for Six a band I'd never heard of Adam's three months ago. successful attempt at a concept record that I don't know because I didn't jump into the lyrics we'll talk about it later then. all right <laughs> well good I'm glad that you're all I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you ended up enjoying this I kind of suspected that you'd like Oh, do you like this album more than the first one? Yes, a oh, lot more. Yeah, this album like towers over the first one. Really, yes. I still gave it a seven out of ten. Okay, because there are three tracks that I got a little confused on. The one that sounds like Cookie Monster is singing the chorus. I think it's track six. Okay, <laughs> something like that. Okay, yeah, he does get a little too growly, and I don't think it works for no. uh, for the songwriting that he's trying to do. And then there's a couple more tracks towards the end that I was hesitant on. Yeah, there's a couple. The, my my criticism of this album is that I feel like it's like one or two songs too long. Yes. Yeah. I'll go with three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's cool. Yeah. So, cool. I, I know I know we shat over this band a little. Uh, was last year earlier this year for that whole uh, font size debacle. Yeah, I think it was the end of 2018. Okay. So, but you know what? I thought it would have destroyed this band's career, but they came out with a much better album. Oh, absolutely. Even after that. I think there's a I think there's a there's even like a little um uh uh reference to that in the first song how like I left my like I I followed my desire my dreams or whatever and it and it, it and my family left me behind because of it or whatever I don't know I think I'm just overthinking it the amity affliction flushed yeah. my dreams <laughs> <laughs> buddy nielsen made fun of me <laughs> Well, cool. I'm really glad that you ended up enjoying this album. That's something that we can share together. Spoiler alert, I really enjoy it as well. Good. All right, guys. So before I get to my number 20, I'm going to talk a little bit about some January albums, even including albums that were recommended to me. Do it. Uh, and that, that, that's, how, that's how I'm going to go. For each of these, I'm going to uh, talk a little bit about the month before and then so forth. Before I get to my number 20, Very excited. Uh, apparently Take It Back Sunday released a 20-year anniversary thing. It had two new songs, so it doesn't really count, so I'm not going to count it. It's called right. 20. We could have, couldn't we have added that to my bets for this year? No, because it's only two new songs. Okay. I thought about it. It needed to be three. We had needed to be three, yes. <laughs> Damn it! So close. <laughs> you were so close to not watching Marvel films. Oh, man. And, and that got like a really high score, too. It was like four out of five. Oh, of yeah. course. <laughs> of course it did! Uh, this was recommended by... One extra da song, Take You Back Sunday. That's all I needed. <laughs> this was recommended by uh, Daniel, but I ended up not liking it very much. The John Hill Project with the album Rebirth. Now, the cool thing about this is that each song has a new singer on it, like an established mm. singer like Tillian Pearson and Donovan... And, and like, scenes, <laughs> scene guys. Uh, stick but to like, movies, John Hill. <laughs> stick, to, to stick to movies. Yeah, but, like, fine. Yeah, this is, this is, it's just an album of songs. Okay. Uh, Slaves, with the Revision EP, this is the last Slaves thing yes. you're going to hear with Johnny Craig. No. But, I enjoyed um, those two new tracks. They were two new tracks. Pretty fucking dope. Some uh, revised versions of songs you love. Okay. And then you kick out your lead singer. And you kick him out. After making two of the best songs your band has probably ever made and Correct. will ever make. Correct. You kick out, kick him out just because what? Because he had to go to rehab and couldn't go on your goddamn tour? Yeah. <laughs> bands, bands have stayed for much more than that. Yeah. One guy had tried time. to have his wife killed. And he re and they released like a great album. <laughs> Too close to touch. I'm hard to love, but so are you. Volume one. Oh, just, we'll just volume one of three. Volume one was all right. That was my favorite one. <laughs> I gave it a three out of three. Whatever. 
uh, Polyensa with, I'm going to call this the Year of the Dog EP. Yes, it is. It was eight EP, tracks long. And I'll talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> it was eight tracks long, but really, it's four tracks long. Yes. Uh, this is another recommendation. Pedro the Lion, their new album, Phoenix. How was it? Fine. Okay. I, I it was on the upper edge of fine for me. Like I, okay. I know Daniel's a big fan of this band. Yes. Me, not so much. You know, it's 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 a little droll, but f- f- there there was some enjoyable stuff on there. Is it in the David Bazin esque? It's very David Bazin. I mean, it's David Bazin. I know. But uh, let's see. Better Oblivion Community Center, the new project by Connor Oberst. Better Oblivion Project Center. Better Oblivion Community Center. Community Center. Oh, Correct. Okay. By I Connor that's, Oberst. That's down the street from here. Yeah. Oh, is, can we go visit it? I'm going to go, go tell visit. him that the album sucks. <laughs> this is, uh, unfortunately, another recommendation from Daniel. Thank you for the recommendation, Daniel, but I ended up not liking this Connor album very much. Connor has not been doing much. Yeah, dude, right? since since Bright Eyes is like stopped, mm. like he's just just been hit, Bright getting Bright Eyes like, stopped. He was cleared of all charges. Yeah. yeah. Everything. But he's, yeah, but uh, but what do you call it? Like, he's just been um, releasing like miss after miss. Mm, okay. I don't know. I don't. I don't think he has it anymore. But uh, whatever. Good try. <laughs> good try, Connor. Still we're gonna. From the teenagers. We're gonna. Yeah, we're gonna. Try. We're gonna put this on the refrigerator so everyone can hear. <laughs> so my number twenty this year is an album from August. It's a band that I haven't heard of before. This was uh, very highly, highly recommended to the both of us by both Daniel and Dave, and. Uh, I started backwards with this band, which I think is a good idea. Um, but uh, they're from Australia. Australia. Uh, and uh, this is my introduction to North Lane mm. and their uh, new album. Their new kind of... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, direction? Yeah, it's a new direction. But what's the, what's, what's, what's the genre I'm looking for? It has a little... Sh- it's a little shroomy. It's a, it's very the horizon sludgy. is laid out and the worlds are connected. Something what's like that. what's that? I, think I heard that in there. What's that? Um, what um, Lincoln Park used to be called? What genre did they used to be called? New metal. New metal. Yeah. So like it's <laughs> this kind of goes like in a new metal sort of direction mm. for this band. But even though I didn't fully like the entirety of this album, especially knowing going back and listening to their previous stuff. And how they've changed into what Alien is. Yes. I I appreciate this album, and I ended up liking it quite a bit. It's my number twenty album. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of these songs made it over the hemp hump of my uh, <laughs> top twelve best songs of the year. And we will see which one, if if any, beats it out okay. come January. Well, this song is listenable. Okay, I'll give it that much. Listenable Previous stuff. It's hardly listening. Oh boy. Opinion. Are we going to talk about that I tried sometime so hard. soon? <laughs> this was the best album they ever did. I'll just leave it at that. Well, what are, okay, well, how about what are your thoughts of uh, North Lane uh, in general? I'm not a fan. Not a fan at all? I thought I would enjoy them because everybody's been talking about them since the 14 year old girl told me about them in 2014. Yeah. They're, apparently, they're huge in Australia. I mean, yeah. like they're like as big as uh, the, the Amity Affliction at this it's, point. It's all shrewd. <laughs> Everyone in Australia is on shrooms. I mean, you got it because like everything in there is trying to kill you. I know. So you got to make your peace with it somehow. That twitch is so huge, man. <laughs> uh, this is the song Jin, um, but um, I mean, I, I think according to Adam's comments, he's got to be on a little bit of gin to enjoy this album. But um, yeah, I, I I ended up really enjoying. I I because I heard a single off of this because I heard the hype leading up to it. I think the single was Jin, and I was like, 
this isn't for me. Right. <laughs> I would have uh, felt the same way, but I ended up enjoying this song. Anyway. Yeah, this song, I end, like, especially in the context of the record, too. Yes. It, it, it's surrounded by really good um, songs before and after. But uh, I'm glad I got into it. I'm glad that I got over my own um, initial disdain for that. Because like, I heard it, I was like, mm. I don't like new metal. I don't like this kind of it's like sound. Deftones. It's... Yeah, I don't know what the hell's going on. It's it's oh industrial too. Like, industrial. A, yeah, so like it, it has like a lot of like industrial elements into it. But but the way that they blend all those elements, it's for the better. I'm just glad I can cross them off my list. Yeah, because they've always been a band I wanted to listen to, and it's one of those things where you're just glad you listen to them because you know they're not your favorite band in the world. Correct, and that's okay. Do you think it's you're gonna want to continue listening to them going I don't forward? Think so. You done? No. Okay. No. That makes I, I, I get it. It's fine. But uh, yeah, that was my number twenty. Adam, what's your number nineteen of the year? One nine, one nine, nineteen for twenty nineteen. Well, this band surprised us, I think, this year with this album because we weren't expecting anything from them. We were hoping that they would have probably given up on music altogether because last year we were all like, "Oh God, what the hell is going on here?" I hope I never hear anything else from this band in the entire history of the world. And unfortunately for us, our number 19 album of the year. Oh. This is the podcast 19th album, Mike. This isn't just my 19th album. This is our collective number 19. Luckily, a certain element shows up in a band and brings the band to differing heights. That's not always the case, but I'll let you continue. (laughs) That's true. But in this case... It kind of worked out. It kind of worked out for Royal Coda uh, for Happiness Part 2 slash Compassion. We never wanted to, to listen to this band ever again. I think we were done year. after the first Royal Coda album. I think it was like my number four worst album. Ooh, it, was, it was not good. But this is a big step. I don't know. I don't know what. Now, the other guitar player and bass. No, sorry. The bass player and drummer. Mm-hmm. Are they the same as the original Royal Coda? I believe the bass player is different. I think the only original members were uh, Kurt Travis, of course, and the drummer. Okay. Yeah. So. Because the, the bass in here, funky fresh. I know. That dude's got the saddest, ugliest face I've ever seen <laughs> on a human being in my he life. Look, he always looks like he just got done crying, right? <laughs> and his. his, his potholes in his skin are just Aww. so sad he's not made for the hd generation no <laughs> he's got a face for radio but he can play a mean bass oh and you show up some will swan you and bring in will swan to the the, the originator of swan core yes and i think you're gonna you sure? have oh yeah but uh will and the swans yes and this this album reassured me that kurt travis still has it he still has it because there's been a lot of misses from him. Yeah, it's, uh, including Fantasy his own forever. solo album. Yeah, um, but you know, Fantasy Forever was pretty good. But Eternity oh, Forever. Oh. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's what the song <laughs> Fantasy. Yeah. Yes, but hopefully this will move on. I can't imagine this band really like making another album. Well, I, mean, I think because all of these members of the bands are in other bands, yes. I think it'll just be. We'll, we'll just hear about the next Royal Coda coming out randomly. Right. So, But but Two if Will Swan continues being the band, I'm going to continue um, looking forward to this album or this band. Good so job, Kurt Any Travis? other standout tracks for you on this album? Uh, Ruby Leaf, I really like a lot. Arms Race for God's Grace, I like that song too. Uh, even the f- last song, uh, Don't Stay Long, featuring Donovan Malero. That's, that's his last name. It's a pretty good song. Cool, yeah. I like it. But uh, yeah, good job, Kurt. Thank you for... 
releasing a good album this year. Luckily, there was no Hail the Sun album this year because Donovan showed up on. Oh, he did. Vice and Royal Coda this year. Yeah, I don't think anything else. If he's so. not doing Hail the Sun, then he's just on other ba- other people's albums. He's got his own side project with the bass player from this band, Numbing Agent. One of the best songs of the year. One of the best songs. So let's talk about some February albums before we get to my number nineteen. It was cold in February. Omarosa, so much this year with their new new album, New Direction, the Peach Club, Club, the Club of Peach, highly highly. Uh, Contested. I'm glad to hear Peach it's Club. not on your best of the year. I no. thought it would be. <laughs> no, that second half of the album is just boring. It's kind of bland. Yeah, it's kind of bland. The first half, going in a new direction yes. and and successfully doing so. So I think that was. I think they were testing the waters with the way that they um, laid out that album. It's Even, not terrible, but it's not that great. No, I'm looking forward to their next one though. Yes, if it stays in this in this in this cool synthwave direction. Uh, I didn't, I, I'll be honest, I didn't listen to this next one a lot. Uh, I listened to it because my daughter said she was excited and Daniel said that he kind of liked it. Mm. Thank you next by Ariana Grande. Right, right. <laughs> the podcast needs to know what Mike feels about Ariana Grande. It's fine. <laughs> uh, uh, and this is, uh, <laughs> did you say it was filled with like sex jams and there's so much sex jams so in many it. things that an 11 year old girl maybe shouldn't be listening. But I don't to. think she's listening to the content. I think she's just <laughs> listening to the, to the, to the, to the hooks. Okay. Yeah. Not listening to, yeah. Fuck my ass. <laughs> Fuck me in the ass. There's no song like that. I was going to say, that's a, that sounds like a great song. I'm sure, I'm sure it song of the year. Garnered many Grammys for her. <laughs> uh, uh, Copeland with blushing. Uh, that, this is Not one of familiar. Daniel's uh, favorite albums of the year, okay. and that was one. That was the album that we got him for winning our uh, right. yeah for winning our uh, draft. Lovely, pizza's on the way. Uh, Ghost Atlas with Sleep Therapy, an acoustic performance recommended to us, of course, by Dave, one of Dave's favorite bands. One of my best EPs of the year. Best EP of the year? Wait, one of the best EPs of the year, yeah. That's pretty good. Got I, some, I got enjoyed some, some Ghost Atlas. Yeah, I got some reimaginings in there. I got a couple new tracks in there. Do it. And then I got my uh, number 19 of the year, which is another Dave Jam. Dave Dave's core. sex jams. Of the- <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, he keeps on making babies. So much sex jams. Stop having sex jams. Uh, but here we go. Uh, I was really, really... This was actually a recent recommendation. This album came out in September. Mm. And uh, it ended up on his top ten of the year. Mm. And uh, I really love this, this this album. That's extremely loud. I've got to fix that in post. <laughs> but uh, we talked a little bit about uh, Empty hope and the loss of it pretty damn good album yeah really good really good band and i've and they've kind of taken the place of capsize wouldn't you say i I, if capsize refuses to come back Mm -hmm. because they were not cleared of all charges we we we've we've uh hashtag me too them out of existence yeah yes (laughs) hashtag only hashtag. hashtag me too <laughs> out of existence so but but this this but, band has potential some it good does tracks there is some good tracks and they do remind me of uh capsize and they're kind of unique punk slash hardcore slash a little bit of emo in there mm. um okay yeah and then, and then you got like slow jams like the song trench which i, I love this song a lot it's it, pretty damn good yeah this was my number what 28 of the year yeah out of 50 um, yeah, it's one of those things where like the end of the album gets a little muddled. Yeah, we start to forget. There what's is going some on. samey elements in here, but um, but overall, like the songs are at least enjoyable. And for a new band, yes. I and this is what I keep. This is what I said a bit in my um, 
in my dissertation. Yes. But um, like I, I, the, the potential is there, and I want them to expand on it. Like, don't be afraid to really bring out that creative side in you. Like, let it out. Like, you're 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 teasing it here in this album. Go bring it out in full force. Uh, I'll tell them when I go to St. Louis next week. <laughs> I think they're from yeah. St. Louis. Oh, good. <laughs> let them know. Let them know that you, you want me to give you my my letter, and yes. just you can give it right to him. Keep on trying. To push the envelope. So yeah, number nineteen for me. I'm excited right. for more empty in the future. Empty. Let's see. I have to make sure this is the right one. All right. <clears throat> so the next album will be one that I don't think Mike will be very happy with. Oh, it's fine, Mike man. He's not a fan. Oh, le- you are allowed to like related to this band. You anyway. are allowed to like whatever you want to like. There was once a time. If this escaped the fate, I'm going to be really mad. There was once a time where this band was one of the best things that we could ever hope for. Um, But I'm just going to pick a track. I guess I'll just pick track one. Because I know that Mike... Mike is done with this band. But as much as I want to do everything that Mike does, I try my best to let go of myself and only take on Mike's personality. <laughs> I try to do it at every step of the way. I mean, it's been, we've been doing this for like how many years now? So many years. And like Adam years. hasn't picked up on the fact that I'm just trying to groom him yes. to take my place one day. And then and he's Adam, not helping. Then Adam listens to the new Our Last Night album and he's like, hey, this is pretty good. I'm going to give it a five out of seven. This is from and then the... Mike is like, fuck this band. I'm done with this band. Screw everybody so who ever let, liked this band. Let Light Overcome. This is the first one? This is the first okay. one. Okay. We'll talk about the second one another week. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> but this is a pretty good collection of five out of seven tracks. Okay. I didn't count the, the instrumental... Right, the darkness. Thing that's in there, yeah. Because, I mean, this band knows how to write hooks. And when they do it right, they do it right. <sighs> do they? It's all... Yes, this band knows how to write hooks. Okay. We've been saying that for the last, like, eight years. But they write the same hook, though. They write a different hook every time. <laughs> They go from this fret to this fret. I'm trying to be you. Okay, go ahead. Don't go forget ahead. about that. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm trying to take on Mike's persona. I'm really not trying to like shit on your, your pick, but go ahead. <laughs> I just can't do it as much as I want to hate this band. Because they are pretty hokey? I don't know. What? Like, they're, I mean, they're like everything about their... They're as milk... For, in, my, in my opinion, I'm not going to shit on your they're album. They're East Coast white boy snobs named Trevor and what, Brent or whatever. Brent, yeah. <laughs> they're, they are as milk toast a band, in my opinion, as a band can be. Right. Once in a while, but, they'll write a great Oak Island EP. Right. Or, or, or the rest. Younger Dreams. <laughs> younger Dreams. Enjoyed that album But like, then you get kind of stuff. And for me... Again, I'm not going to take away the fact that you enjoy this, but like for me, like this was the breaking point for me. Like, it's just the same now. It's just the same, but it's they haven't released an album since like 2015. Since Oak Island, yeah, I know. No, t- Oak Island was 2013. Oh, you're right. Younger yeah. Dreams was 2015. Oh, you're right. They yeah. had Selective Hearing, and I think in 2016, which or is 17, just that four-song EP. EP yeah, it was like seven songs. Oh, I mean, okay. So technically, this is this is an EP. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Which <laughs> is their new business model now. I know. Yeah. Now you posted. An interview uh, with a them. YouTube interview thing, and that interview I was fascinating. I didn't, I didn't get a chance to watch. Yeah, so they they talk about that. how they've their business model because they're completely independent. They do all their distribution, yes. they do all of their recording, Some all their own. Is a, is a good thing. It's a great thing, but yeah, it, it's a fantastic thing. And for their fans and people who like them, 
fantastic because they, they can release music and make music on their own terms. They can write whatever cover they want, and they don't need label approval. They just go and do it. Uh, Same but, video every single time. Exactly, it's just in their <laughs> studio. But um, but uh, for me, they just kind of grown to. They, they just, they're a band that refuses to grow. They're just they're stuck in that 2014 15 scene age right and like they just never feel i never feel any growth from them for me i don't care yeah because i don't need them to grow i'm just i'm gonna listen to their album and i'll tell you if i like it or not yeah this one was okay okay and 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 i want to and i want to clear band that i have like super duper high hopes for them it's like come on guys knock it out of the park change my life with every album right and i'm not saying that every band needs to grow because not every band has that has that capability uh, capacity, yes. but if you're not going to grow, at least refine your sound. And they do it less, for themselves. We write music for ourselves. <laughs> That's fine. They and but like dozens of dollars, <laughs> dozens. <laughs> I mean that their their that their mom's spare bedroom that they turn into an, a studio <laughs> right. looks great. Looks great. I'm just I'm I'm, I'm teasing, but like th- I don't feel like this band is evolving or refining. I just feel like they're kind of stagnant. I know. Yeah. And as much which as is I, a shame. I want to hate it. Because they're talent, they're talented. They're legit talented, talented. and I don't, and I'm not going to take that away from them. I'm not going to take the, the take it away that they're your number eighteen. Okay, thank you. Album of the year. Appreciate. It. We'll talk uh, about the next band either next week or maybe the week after. We'll appara- just be waiting, wait and find out. I don't know. <laughs> I never can tell. I made this list. Tune right in now. December, folks. <laughs> uh, apparently, March was a busy month. I didn't realize that until I made this list. Uh, but um, this was a Dave uh, recommendation. Modern era. Error, Error. Uh, Lost in the Noise. Did you listen to this one? That was an EP, right? I believe so, maybe. Yes, I have Modern Air EP, one of my honorable mentions. Okay. Lost in the Noise EP. Pretty good. Four out of six. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Whatever. Uh, this one technically doesn't count, but like I have to talk a little bit about this. Worship and Tributes, Volume 2. By who? By various by, artists? By various artists. <laughs> are they all like, what, what are they? What kind of songs are they? They're they're, they're they're gar- <laughs> they're garbage covers <laughs> by trash bands. <laughs> Why are we still allowing bands to do covers? <laughs> I heard it's about just not fun. I heard about this singer songwriter. Her name she goes by the name Tilly with two capital L's. Oh, <laughs> Mike gave a flat affect look <laughs> after that. But she released uh, a new EP. Uh, she's she's actually um, dating the bassist of, uh, or she's married, I think, to the bassist of Bring Me the Horizon. Therefore, she has value. Therefore, she has value. Yes. And uh, Bring me favorite bassist, <laughs> the bassist to Bring Me the Horizon. What's his name, Mike? Bass. <laughs> is he Frodo? <laughs> no. Or is he Sam Frodo? <laughs> Frodo is the guitarist. Samwise is the bassist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, her, her her new EP for this year is a uh, loudmouth. Uh, it's good. It's some it's some pop ditties in there. There's only a song one, in here. Only one capital L. No. <laughs> <laughs> loudmouth. Yeah, it's, it's capital or, L. Did you capitalized. go all lowercase? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I I I'm not gonna talk about the next one. Who cares? Okay. Uh, <laughs> holding absence with, with with holding absence. This is another Dave recommendation. It's another fine album. I. I, I, that was just an EP as well, right? I, I don't know. <laughs> this is another e- album that I listened to like once or twice. I didn't really give it much thought, to be honest. Okay. Uh, a, oh, actually, this uh, I, I do want to talk about this one really quick. Um, a tribute to Senses Fail. So this is like a 18-track compilation oh, album. There they are. Where, um, is it an EP? I will talk to talk about them another week. 
Oh. <laughs> uh, so this is like an eight, a tribute to Census Fails. It's an 18 track uh, compilation uh, album where different up and coming bands actually do their interpretation of popular Census Fails songs. And, it's, and it turned out really great. It's fair. Okay. Very fair. It's all the old stuff we all remember. Yes. Uh, but, uh, but, but different. It's, like, do you want to hear. Uh, it's not like Rock, rock Sounds, the Black Parade. No. Okay. God, no. But um, like, do you want to hear like uh, an East Coast punk version of a song off of uh, Still Searching? Hell yeah, you do. Hell yeah. Do you want to hear female vocals acoustically on a really aggressive Census Fail song? Hell yeah, you do. Yes. Highly recommended if, you, if you're a Census Fail okay. mega fan. Uh, the Main. Are you okay? This album's okay. I like it. Fine. Simple Creatures with Strange Love EP. Now, this is the Alex character. <laughs> And Mark, this, is Mark the, Hoopus. This is the al- or EP this number the one? first EP number okay. one, yeah. I can't remember the name of the second one. Came out in March. <laughs> uh, I Prevail. Uh, this is a band I never heard of before. They released their new album, Trauma. I keep they kind of, their name everywhere. Now they kind of sound like a Boston Manor type of sound. They have this cool, like, electronic, really dark industrial sound okay. on top of, like, their hardcore punk normal yes. tone. But uh, the overall, the album's, like, not bad. But like it, it didn't blow me away the same way Boston Manor did. Okay. But uh, I do, I, I do recommend if you want something new, uh, Billy Eilish, with "When We All Sleep, Where Do We Go?" <laughs> hey, hey, now, come on. Now I checked this out because when uh, coming up to this album, she was making a name for herself, and grown ass men decided to give their opinion and be like, "Oh, this fucking girl over here." Eight Grammy nominations. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, you've all heard of Billie Eilish by now, but you know, I decided to check it out, and it's fine. It's probably my daughter's album of the year, but like, I think it's perfectly fine. I think there's a lot of cool ideas in here. I think. Now, did you go back and listen to her first album? I did not. It's pretty good. Oh yeah, it's a lot better. Like better, it's better than this. Mm-hmm. Like it's a lot more upbeat. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, then yeah. I'll check it out then. It's. I don't know. I don't know what's up with her. <laughs> she's a weirdo. She frightens me. <laughs> she's a I know weirdo. That's what she's going for. So I'm trying to not have an emotional reaction. My my 11 year old daughter, huge weirdo. Billie Eilish, huge weirdo. Bigger weirdo. Bigger weirdo. Much bigger. Yeah. So lots she lots of money now. She inspires a lot of weirdos, and I think that's a great thing. Your Zoe is far from Billie Eilish weirdo. No, but like she loves like her aesthetic and the way that she like is way what different aesthetic? than like I don't. I know. I know. This is what she's going for. Yeah. She's like, don't sex symbol me. I'll show you a sex symbol. Ha ha ha. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but oh, she turns eighteen in December. Everyone, be, get ready for all the magazines and gossip sites to sexualize Billie Eilish. Album number two is right around the corner. Oh my fucking god, kill it's me called now. Called sex me now. Fuck me and the ass, <laughs> ass, ass, ass. <laughs> uh, before we get to my number eighteen. <laughs> The pat. What's oh, pat? That's exactly what. What do we do when we're asleep? Sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> fuck my and the ass, ass, ass. Fuck me. What's past is prologue recommended to us uh, by Daniel. This band Free Throw. Ass. This is a really cool um, kind of uh, upbeat pop punk uh, album. Middle of the year kind of saved us from a really droll March. Yes. But uh, never mind. Never mind that. My number 18 ass is the third album from this band, which... Of the year? Of what this year? It? I'm just saying. Was it, it's out of last night. I love to be in love. Uh, uh, yeah. Fandom. Fandom. 
<laughs> with uh, by uh, Water Parks song High Definition. So I had high expectations for this one because I really like the last one. What's the last one called? Entertainment. Entertainment. I was entertained by Entertainment from last year. It's pretty okay. Album. It's pretty entertaining. Uh, but uh, yeah, this one just kind of missed the mark a little bit. It's a little like, do we, do we need another rushed album? This is pretty rushed. Yeah. It seemed like it. It seemed a lot longer. 15 for, tracks. I mean, yeah. it's 13 songs. But yeah. Still. Yeah. But it still has that Austin um, kind of swagger to it, yes. which uh, which gives it a cool, refreshing air to it without it being... about texting. Yeah, without being too arrogant, you know? It, it, it has, like, his personality, but it's not overly arrogant. But, uh, but yeah, Water, Water Parks. This is a band, like, I'm, I'm excited to hear more from. I, if he doesn't kill himself, because yeah. I think that's the next step. Oh, God. Everybody wants him dead, so he's going to just internalize everything and then... I think he, the I, heroin I, rabbit hole. I personally think he's loving. I think he loves the attention that he's getting because, mm. infamous or not, it's bringing attention to the band. Bringing attention, yeah, in a good way. And I think like it's a smart thing on his end from a business standpoint to like be as like flamboyant and and out there as he is. I may not like personally like it, but it's doing something for the band and it's giving that band a cool notoriety. I think. I guess. Yeah. I don't feel it. You don't feel I'm it? I'm pretty sure that... Well, you're off. You don't You don't follow... You don't see anything <laughs> I'm not on, on your Insta-kicks and... My kick clips, yeah. And all that stuff, so... <laughs> my <No>. Instacarts. <laughs> Stay off my Instacart. I don't need any more bread. <laughs> I mean, I, I sense the anger on yeah, this album. It's in there. And, like, that's where I'm thinking he's going to go down the hill... Sure. ...with the drugs. And I, I, I think... Hope. And I think this band has the potential, too, to even, like, be the new, like forefront of the pop punk genre too so you know if, if if they can keep it up at least like take their time with their with the, with the writing process and not keep rushing albums out every year then i think they have a lot that they can offer the music scene we'll so, see what happens we'll on see. the next album in march we'll see we'll right see around the corner we'll see adam what's your number 17 <laughs> back to my the tunes now, my number 17 album was an album that i didn't even expect to listen to this year i knew nothing about it and then, like, it came out of nowhere, and I told Mike, like, dude, we should totally listen to this album. And he was like, fuck you, asshole. You don't tell me what to do. He's I'm Mike. He's putting words <laughs> in my mouth all the time. I'm Mike. Do you know who I am? <laughs> I'm the host of Skinny with Mike and Adam, Adam. <laughs> now, this was an album that, oh, crap, I don't know where YouTube is. I can't, it's not on my iTunes. Oh, no. So please edit this out if you dare. Okay, so number 17. Sorry about that. We had a technical difficulty. Am I on 17? <laughs> I think so, yeah. Because <laughs> I am. Anymore? Why do we even do these things? When we all, all fall asleep, same. where do we go, Adam? It's all the same. Where do we go? All right, I'm just going to pick random song that pops up first here. By my number 17 or 18 album. 17, you're right. Now, I don't know where to feel about this album because I listened to it and enjoyed it thoroughly, gave it an 8 out of 11, mm-hmm. and then was like, you know what, I should go back and check out some of this artist's earlier albums, Okay. where I then learned that seven of these 11 songs are just songs from his previous albums, from his oh. earlier band. William Duval. From 1999, or from 2000. Oscar-nominated actor Robert Duval. <laughs> Well, we actually could have just uploaded this to your YouTube, but it's in the Dropbox now. Oh, well, I yeah. did not know that. I told you that this morning. <laughs> I, 
computer Anyway, yeah. So, so his solo album, One Alone, it's pretty damn good. Okay. And you, if you want to hear some plugged-in versions that are not acoustic, then uh, go back and listen to Comes with the Fall. Okay. But I, I didn't even know about this album until um, Gatekeeper himself, Shane Told told me about it yes. by interviewing William Duvall, every yes. scene kid's favorite lead singer, yes. for his 200th episode. Mm-hmm. And I'm That's sure what they were waiting for, baby. <laughs> 95% of the people who listened to that show had no idea who William Duvall was. <laughs> they skipped but, right over that and then went over to their favorite episode of The Skinny with Mike and Adam. Yes. So I enjoyed this acoustic album very much so. Yeah. And the, the earlier versions of the songs are cool. I like them just as much. But sometimes you gotta have them stripped down, strip away all the fluff of the other band members, mm-hmm. and uh, just enjoy a, a good solid forty-five minute acoustic. Why album. not? Yeah, and it's probably something I'll give. I'll I'll give a few listens to as well as a new Allison Chains fan. I don't know. I, I would hope that it wouldn't end up in your one and done pile. <laughs> no, but <laughs> no, I do enjoy Allison Chains, <laughs> and it's got that. He does have that Chris Cornell vibe, even mm. on the earlier stuff. Yes. Um, maybe... He croons. He's he croons. a crooner. And like I told Mike earlier, they're all... Most of them are just sappy love songs. Yeah. That Mike usually enjoys. Oh, yeah. So this is the track Smoke and Mirrors, which was just the first track that popped up on YouTube, finally. Uh-huh. After we had that seamless edit. Yeah. <laughs> For us, it was three hours. <laughs> For you, three seconds. Three seconds. Um, so give it a shot, everybody. Cool. Shane nice. told can't be wrong about everything. <laughs> He's wrong about most things, <laughs> but not everything. <laughs> Very cool, dude. His, his lead singer syndrome on him was rough. Yeah. C- could you tell that like he didn't really know much about him? I don't think he knew, or he didn't expect William Duvall to talk that much about the underground oh, stuff he wasn't familiar with. Scene of Atlanta in the 1980s <laughs> when all of his fans were not even born yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, this I, this got kind of show, right? I got bored with that discussion too because I, I had no idea what the hell he was talking okay, about. Okay, sure. Yeah. So I was like, okay, that's. Well, that's I, I don't imagine William Duvall is a is a, is an avid listener of lead singer syndrome, so he probably just didn't know what kind of show this was. Probably yeah. not. He wasn't eating his lunch like Frank Iero <laughs> was uh, during the whole interview. <laughs> Frank Iero don't good. give a fuck. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> let me get some Diet Coke. <laughs> <laughs> I love so busy right now. Frank Iero's don't give a fuck attitude. <laughs> All right. Okay. So number 17 17 for me, I'm going to tab over here, make sure the computer is still okay. I'm going to talk a little bit about some April albums. Uh, Happy Hour with Love Hurts EP is recommended to us by Daniel. Pretty good. It's got some hip-hop elements. I like it. There you go. Silverstein, redo the first 10 years. Who the fuck cares? I just deleted it from my list. I was never going to listen to it. <laughs> nope. Again. I listened to it once. I was like, I don't need to listen to it ever again. <laughs> Cash nothing, grab of the year. Nothing too great about it. Thrice with Corey Wells EP, with Deeper Wells EP. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they released this on Record Store Day. They're, it's a, it's a B-Sides from Palms. I gave it an honorable mention of the of, of, of EPs. Unfortunately, I uh, did not end up enjoying this. As much as I thought I was going to, seeing as Thrice is still one of my favorite bands. I gave it a two out of four. Speaking of record store days, we also listened to uh, the Menzingas with Penance and No Cemetery, and also Julian Baker with Red Door and Conversation Piece. Yes. Good shit. All around. Good shit. I didn't listen to the Julian Baker one. I forgot about her. Oh, I thought I gave it to you. And I know now she's going to like cut herself or something because I forgot about her. But oh, don't funny. do it, Julian. I still love you. <laughs> You're still a great, great woman, and enjoy your 
next 20 years. Yes. <laughs> uh, this was also recommended to uh, me by Alex. Uh, I listened to Get Scared, uh, their new album, The Dead Days. I also went back and listened to their 2017 album as well. It's yeah. a pretty good band. Pretty good? Pretty good band. I came to get scared. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, another recommendation from Daniel. This is a, a, a pop punk ditty uh, from Kayak. A little bit of Midwest emo as well. A Kayak Jones. You you swear it's getting better every day. I really enjoyed this one. I listened to it. Haven't really gone back to it uh, too much. Not very memorable. Kayak Jones. Yeah. Wow. Uh, my number 17 was a very early album in the year. Uh, and I... I thought it was really strong, but going back to it, I ended up like listening to it less and less and less, and I started picking at the flaws a little bit more. But um, anytime Mr. Butler releases an album, I'm gonna—I think it's pretty apparent that I'm gonna enjoy it, unless it's that one weird grindcore stuff that he did. Whatever the hell that was, yeah. I've never listened to that again. Yeah. This is the Fever 333 in Strength in Numbers. Fever 333's liberal propaganda. This liberal propaganda of an album, yeah. So, I enjoyed it as well. Yes. There's a lot of cringy elements in, in, in this one, especially if you're like, chill out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but he's, he's lived it. He's lived it, We yes. were learning violins. He was learning violins. Violins, yes. <laughs> Gotta get that right. Yeah. And always have that mental image of us standing in a picture with him. <laughs> Playing our violins. And like, we don't understand you, Jason. Please no. write an album to and explain I understand your about. I understand social unrest. I understand uh, institutionalized racism. No, I understand. I mean, you live in Paris, so you do understand a lot about I understand. Let me finish. <laughs> I understand institutionalized racism. I understand these issues and stuff, but like... The extremism of this album, too, it's like, okay, fine, whatever. Like, hey. these aren't pragmatic solutions, but fine, let's get them. By the end of the album... Again, liberal we, propaganda. By the end of the album, we did it, everyone. We did it, everyone! <laughs> we brought down we, the man. <laughs> the system! <laughs> I, I like this album a lot as well. I like this, too. It's, it's, it's very, it's varied, it's got a... It's got a, it's got an attitude to it. It's got a, it's got a, it's got that Jason Butler swagger, and that's something that you can't replicate in uh, much of anything, really. He's 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 such a charismatic frontman, and anything he does, it's really gonna, it's gonna grab your attention. It seems almost inhuman, at times. Mm-hmm. and a lot of Let Live vibes on him. Old school yes. Let Live vibes. We'll, we'll keep that going. This mm-hmm. is probably gonna be his main project from yeah. now on, I would think. Right? I really want like another weird Let Live album. Like keep the aggressive stuff, keep aggressive liberal propaganda to like fever stuff, and like make another weird let live album like 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 the last one was. Yes. What was it called? Fake history. Something about the devil. If I'm the, the devil. devil, brought dinosaurs here. Whatever it was <laughs> the called. Devil wears Prada. <laughs> the devil wears Prada. That's the one. Cool. So number seventeen for me. I highly recommend it. Uh, 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 go back and check out some fever. Fever. Three, There's a three, fever three. coming. All right. I should have, I should have the next album on my iTunes. Okay, I can avoid the edit break. No edit breaks this okay. time. Now this album came at us like a wrecking ball. Wrecking ball. Have by you ever heard Miley Cyrus? Any songs that talk about wrecking balls? I don't think so. But this album, I was just like, "Fuck this band." I had been saying, "Fuck this band," for the since uh, who can even remember anymore? I listened to them years ago. They were never, ever. Ever. 
that's not the right band. <laughs> um, I was never, ever, ever going to enjoy this band or anything they ever did again. And then, you know, sometimes people come along and they get released from prison after having maybe a potential life-altering experience, mm-hmm. going into social work programs. Changing your life for the better. Changing your life, some would say for the better, and being like, but will the music still be good? The answer. Or will the music ever be good was the real question. The answer is Adam's number 16 album of the year, As I Lay Dying, with what's the name of his album? Shape by Fire. Shape by Fire. <laughs> Yeah. Now, biggest surprise of the year? Absolutely. I was expecting this to be like it's another it's another metalcore album. Wow, this is this this has an energy to it. It's got a looming sense of regret, yes. which I think we expected. But um, a little bit. Uh, but yeah, and clean vocals for once. I never remember them making any hooks, like ever. I don't remember a single hook. Mm-hmm. Maybe a couple on the 2012 album. But this album is consistent with the hooks. Yeah. At least eight out of the 11 tracks. Yes. Fantastic uh, yes. album from uh, As They Lay Dying. Was As not expecting to. The Gatekeeper song about Mike McCullough. Uh, I did not care for that one. I thought they could have been <laughs> nicer about the way they brought down Mike from his high horse. But <laughs> Am I being a gatekeeper? I'm being serious. <laughs> just, I'm, I'm just making the yucks. Okay. I'm just, I'm just curious because you, when you make the same joke, there's like a... There's a shred of truth in there, you know? <laughs> I'm worried, worried. I'm, I'm not trying to be a gatekeeper. I'm right. just concerned about people's toxicity. Mike will open the gate and then tell you that you're full of shit <laughs> as you walk through it. Come on <laughs> in, everybody. You all you're, suck. You're all a bunch of idiots. <laughs> but as for Tim Lambesis, and I can only assume, I can only hope, is a path towards betterness. Yes. This album is pretty damn good. Yes. Good, thank, good, good on you for setting the example of what... The, the, the prison system is supposed to to do to rehabilitate prisoners. Unlike Ronnie Radke. Well, you know. Just like he was already. He's our he's everyone's favorite monster. It's true. Ronnie Radke. He, he is. You should watch that music video if you want to watch a music video <laughs> oh, this year. I did not. <laughs> we thought Tim Lambesis was our favorite monster. Yeah. But this album's pretty good. It's and great. I love my Woven War coming back. I like the elements of Woven War. Yeah, back and it's this, cool that, like, yeah, in, in, in a way, it's, it's really cool that the the, 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 the musicians of uh, uh, As They Lay Dying went off and did Woven War because they brought those elements yeah. into this. Because I don't remember any previous As I Lay Dying music sounding like this. No, no. Now, I didn't go is, back and re-listen to any of those albums yeah. to compare and contrast, but, like, they're just, they just they, they seem to do it right. Yeah, Age I like has, has welded them in the right direction. Absolutely. After even, I mean... Real life, real life situations be damned. Like it took them this long to write this album, but like, whew, I'm glad I'm, I'm, I'm glad that they actually did it right. Yes. I guess in a way. Cool. Number fifteen for me. I gotta get through a little bit of May. Uh, Aaron West and the Roaring Twenties with Routine Maintenance. I liked it. I liked it too. It was a good follow up to the second one. I don't know why or the first listen- one. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I listened to this one. Nobody recommended it to me. I think I just like the album art. Mm-hmm. Defeater with Defeater. There's nothing else to say. There's nothing else to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave <laughs> recommended to me the new solo album from Danny Warsnop mm. of Alec- Asking Alexandria fame. This is the country. This is the country album? one. Shades wow. of Blue. And it made the honorable mentions. I hate it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he also recommended to me uh, this. Uh, 
alternative rock band called Wonder, spelled W-V-N-D-E-R, mm. with Nothing Stays. you got to add in the V Sorry. so that it's easier to find on Google. Yeah, exactly. That's why everybody's doing it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nothing Stays. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, fully involved with the, the follow-up uh, insul- mm. follow EP Insolence participation trophies. Yes. Pretty good, man. Yeah. I gave it a five out of five. Yeah, it's good. I, I like I like it a lot. I, I do like I do enjoy Insolence a lot uh, a lot more, but uh I do like the new direction of this EP and uh and I, I and I do want our friend in fully involved to continue making music. I think he's got a I think he's got a good ear for it. Do it, Mark. Uh Barriers by Frankie Arrow and the Future Violins. Violins. Yeah. Violence? Violins. Violins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Probably the best Frank Iero album. The bre- ever? the the best post MCR album that's come out. Some would say. Some would say, yeah. <laughs> and my number sixteen uh album of the year. Uh this one came out back in April. And uh this is a follow up to a couple of albums that we both really enjoy. And uh, upon talking to album Adam about this there, new one, there he goes again. Calling the album. I, I, I'm literally going to say the word album like hundreds of times. Uh, but I'm not talking to you about morbid stuff mm. by potential, uh, pathetic use of potential. Yes. Um, you didn't enjoy this one as much. I didn't enjoy it as much. Huh. And I'll talk about it another week. Oh but no! It's not like it's that bad. Okay. It's just not. I don't know. I, it doesn't. Okay. I thought this was super energetic and and, and and there's like so much self-deprecating lyrics in here that kind of endear you yes. a, a bit to the songwriting. I don't I don't have a, any sort of relation with the lead singer to understand the self-deprecation. No, me neither. But like degree. it's it's still there. Like we don't know them as much as we know like Tiny Moving Parts or right. like Menzingers or whatever. But like it's still there, right. and it's still like if you want some gross punk that like makes you feel bad i'm not i'm not saying that like in a bad way they're like this is a good album to put on if you want some good self-deprecating punk morbid stuff check it out about that album art that album art <laughs> is weird <laughs> but you can count on Puck, you can count on Puck for like weird album art. Yes, their last one was like the grill of this like would look like biggie smalls <laughs> so um, i don't hate it but it's not one of my favorites of the year. Ooh, all right. Okay. All right. Well, I I I really enjoyed it too, and it was and I was legit like shocked that you didn't enjoy this one. I, I was looking I forward to like again. I tried to become you. Yeah, I was I looking forward to. I was looking forward to like gushing over it with you. But number sixteen wasn't going to make my top ten. Right. Well, that's okay. That's not bad because this next band surely surprised us again. It's kind of a year of comebacks in a way. I like comebacks. Kind of a band that I had written off after their last two albums. Um, it's just like, well, they're just not going to do it again. And they're not they are not even going to try anymore, as far as we can tell. <laughs> because isn't that what most bands need to stop doing? We don't want them trying. to try. It's like when you, when you hit it big, when you're super young, you kind of give up a little bit towards the end. And let's see. I guess I'll just stick with track one here. Because... I had written off this band after Transit Blues oh, in no. 18. Okay. And so I was just like, what is the Devil Wears Prada going to do to surprise me ever again or make me interested in their music again? And then they finally became men. 
<laughs> and made this album. Yes. It's pretty fucking good. This is a great album, Adam. Some would say best album of the best album of the year. This was Dave's number, number one, album. one album of the year. Of the year. And I congratulated him for rewarding a band to go so diverse and write an album that is unlike any of their past albums before. And they really, really, really went all out with this one. I feel like they did. And I remember hearing on Ian's podcast that they they had started writing an album somewhere in 17 or 18. Uh-huh. And they just said they, they scrapped it because it sounded Good. just like Transit Blues. Good. And I was just like, I mean, they're just going to end up making Transit Blues anyway. And they and, short, and they and they proved you wrong. And they're going to make like a mediocre 5 out of 11 <laughs> album. And this band will fade into obscurity, mm. hopefully someday. And then... Unfortunately, I picked like a track I don't care for here. This song is fine. Yeah, this song is fine. Skip ahead to track two, please. Okay. Like that's that song justifies a little bit more about what this what this album is. Oh crap! It's not working. There we go. This is the lines of your hands. Yeah. And this is when the album starts getting funky. Yes. Don't even get me started on track three. No, we don't talk about track three. We don't talk about track three. Until January. Until another month. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe in... Maybe when Mike talks about this album, because he hasn't mentioned it yet. What? Worst of the year? What are you talking about? Maybe worst of the year. What are you talking about? I didn't know that... I don't even like bands. What are you talking about? I didn't even know track three was a single. (laughs) It was the lead single. I saw that video. (laughs) Whatever. Yeah. (laughs) It's probably the best video of the year. I'll just put it But, you know, honorable mentions, that's that's, that's, that's good. That that, that is a good placement for such an album. I I, I don't think this is even divisive amongst the, the fans. I think the fans have fully embraced this Everybody's one. loving it. This yeah. is where they needed to be. Yeah, I mean, 818 at one point was my worst album of 2013. Very true. Now it's like my third worst or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I wasn't expecting this band to ever really give it another try. Yeah. And I'm really proud of them. And like, a good album. if I were to levy any like, uh, like serious criticism on this album, some of the, some of the screaming is just like gross. Like, it's bad yes <laughs> but you know i think that's what they were going for they're kind of going for like a sludgy hardcore kind of sound you know? yes but um whew, i'm so glad that it's good stuff i'm so glad that my uh that uh, devil wars prada is at this chapter of their career as of right now yes cool all right all right so we are refueled seamless edit break man devil wears prada makes you makes you hungry makes you really hungry so moving on number 15 for me i got to talk a little bit about june and july I only got one June album on here because all the other June albums were spread out onto other lists. <laughs> John Floriani with Sin. Cool. Thanks. We appreciate it. You looking forward to the new Trophy Eyes whenever nope. that comes in? <laughs> Is this he too- thinks he's too big now. You think? He thinks he's too big, so we he's don't- just going to crap out crap. Then we'd be like, everybody's going to love it, and then we're all going to hate it. We don't live in Australia. We don't know how big... He- we, don't- we don't have the perception of how big he actually is. Mm. Maybe this album was great in Australia. Maybe the next, maybe the last trophy, guys, was better than you remember. The American Dream. Name your the album Australian that dreams. and somehow be big in Australia still. I don't know. I don't get it. Oh, anyway. S- oh, Sleeper with Bloodied and Unbowed, my former wow. number 20. Oh. Uh, so, like, sure, we'll call this number 21. <laughs> K Flay with Solutions. Lights. <laughs> oh, is she going downhill? <laughs> I'm not listening anymore, K Flay. Okay. Uh, Lights, the Skin and Earth acoustic album. Mm. This had no reason to exist. No reason. Three. New songs, three new songs. They're, cool. They're all fine. They're good. Yeah, the the concept of the, 
how she recorded in different locations means nothing to you if you're only listening to this album. Right. You have to watch the music videos of each of them. Whatever. That was her her hook. <laughs> too close to touch. Wait, I did this one already. <laughs> I'm hard to love, but so are you. Oh, volume two. Volume two. Oh, are you through? Okay. Sure. It was volume five, right? <laughs> of two of seven. <laughs> Land in tears with withdrawals. Tears. Yeah. I want me some new plot in you. Maybe next year. Sum 41, Order and Decline. Could have been better. Could have been better. Punk Goes Acoustic 3. (laughs) (laughs) Wolves. The the flat affect. Nobody gets to see that look on your face when you said it. One day we're going to do a video podcast. (laughs) Wolves at the Gate with Eclipse is recommended by Daniel. This is an album he enjoyed a lot. I've only had like only had like passing interest in this band. I listened mm-hmm. to their first two albums, and I was dro- and I uh, and I dropped them because mm-hmm. they they just didn't seem like a band that evolved enough, mm-hmm. or we're just kind of stuck. Yes. And like this one, change it up a little bit, but sure. Okay. All right. So it was fair. Number fifteen for me. One, I was super excited um, when I was introduced to this young lady. And her and her album. I don't remember. I don't know if this is her debut album or not. But "Immunity" by the band. Uh, by the, she goes by Claro. Uh, I think her name is Claire. So Claro, whatever. Um, <laughs> the this is. I'm. I'm not gonna say debut album because I'm not 100 sure. But this is her 2019 album, and this is my introduction to her. Refreshing sound. Refreshing songwriting and and the way that she blends her very soft and angelic voice with these cool electronic effects and there's there's like some electronica elements underneath like the the soft acoustic adult contemporary uh, rock that she that she kind of does it's very unique and it's and it's hard you know even just based on the fact that I'm having a hard time pinning what it kind of sounds like you can hear it in the background, of course. Right. But trying to pin her overall sound is very difficult. And but it was very successful, though. The, the, okay. The, her. Let's see. Attempt here. I'm checking Amazon for all of her albums. Okay. This is Immunity. Immunity, yes. And she had one in 2018 oh. called Diary 001. Looks okay. like it's an EP. Okay. There might be a couple songs that are recycled then. I think that might be it. Her debut album, Immunity. Thank you, Adam. Yes. Cool. So if you want a cool, like, singer-songwriter album that that really stands out from uh, other pop albums, even indie pop albums out there. Uh, So I'd I'd call this, like, art pop, I suppose. Art pop with 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 kind of an electronic hum to it. Uh, yeah. yeah, check out Claro Immunity. I think I you'd enjoy will. it. I will, maybe. <laughs> she has a song called "Flaming Hot Cheetos." <laughs> I, from what I read, that yeah, was like seventeen. Her, yeah, from what I from what I hear, that song like got her, people like noticing her. Okay. Yeah. The album art is just her holding a bag of flaming hot Cheetos. <laughs> I fucking hate the indie scene. <laughs> yes, as do I. <laughs> Let us never give into this again. But yes, this this song though, fantastic. I, okay. I I pop this on and just kind of chill out and groove to it. Right. Um, I highly recommend that one. She has numerous numerous singles on Amazon Music for those of you who are 
on the Amazon train. Which, Does anybody buy things on Amazon ever? I mean, I'm just don't, curious. Don't they sell books? Like college I, books? Right. Only yeah. only books for people Something who are like in the know. <laughs> Claro. That's C-L-A-I-R-O. Thank you, Adam. <laughs> All right. My number 14. Ooh, it's a lady. It's a lady. We're going to stick with ladies. Now, this lady. Well, you already did New Year's Day. Who is it then? Is oh, it? I know who it is. Solo album? No, I know who it is. <laughs> so, the New Year's Day solo album. Sometimes ladies just know how to make it work. Sometimes ladies are just are just good. Sometimes ladies ladies know how to make it work. But let's <laughs> let's click on the track that has the lady actually using her lady her own voice. voice for once. Man, Lindsay Sterling. Is it ever possible to not <laughs> think of? Little elf people dancing around. Speaking of little elf people, your, your wife wants place. you to take your little elf to work. I, are, I will. Okay. <laughs> In more with, than one way. With her third album. Fourth. Fourth album. Yes. Artemis, First one we never listened to. Artemis, is that you? <laughs> yes. Now, Adam, you had a theory that uh, Lindsey Sterling is actually a fan of the show. Can you please share that? I don't know why anymore. <laughs> it has something to do with the track listing for this album. Well, go for it. <laughs> Um, well, of course, Artemis from our famous episode, Artemis, Artemis is that you. you. Also, friend of the show, Adam Eminon, is now known as Artemis. Yes. Um, I, that might be about it. Oh, we, <laughs> we once listened to a band called Masquerade. Yeah. One of <laughs> um, our favorite albums is Sleepwalking. <laughs> yes. Sleepwalking is another track that's pretty good. Yes. Um, the Upside was a, the Wonder Years album. That's true, yeah. 2010 or so. And uh, that, that's about it. <laughs> so therefore, Lindsay Sterling named a bunch of her album from Skinny References. From Skinny References. Yeah. And without contacting us, and so she'll be hearing from our lawyers. Yeah. Well, which is the same. I, I, I really didn't want to resort to this, but we, we have no choice. But can you ever listen to this music without just thinking of little tiny fairies and elves dancing around in a circle? Which is the reason why multiple Lindsay Sterling songs are going to be at our wedding. Thank God. <laughs> I always wonder what they would sound like without the industrial backbeat. Oh. But <laughs> that's okay. I don't need anything. It adds grit to it, man. And it's about time she sang. Yeah. She's been... I always figured that she could sing, but I just wondered why she never sang on her own album. She has access to every single tool in a recording studio. Including a viola. Yeah. <laughs> she was learning violin <laughs> while Jason Butler was learning violence. It's pretty true. They're about the same age. Yeah. <laughs> So maybe that he wrote that whole song for her, just for her, not for me. Yeah, it wasn't because he was angry at me. Also, Jason Butler, friend of the show. Yes. So now we're starting this rivalry between Jason Butler and Lindsay Sterling, Lindsay Sterling. this whole time. I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense, but no, this album's pretty damn good. I like overall. It a lot. I think it's my favorite Lindsay Sterling album. I think it is mine too. I mean, Shatter Me was pretty good, uh, but I gave it a ten out of thirteen. Nice. And it's my number fourteen album of the year. Very cool. We'll be talking a little bit more about Lindsay Sterling well, later. Give, we'll give it a month. She was on some Disney thing. What? I was on the other night on, on Thanksgiving. And what? She was just moving around and grooving and dancing. And, <laughs> and I was like, she, she's 30, so it's, it's okay to feel the way I feel. Yes. It's okay. It's, 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 it's appropriate age range for you. Yes. <laughs> August, the Seafloor Cinema, a metaphor for modesty, one of Dave's favorite albums of the year. Mm. Recommended from Dave. I thought it was pretty good. Right. Apparently a bunch of those guys are gay, and they're very, very, very open about about 
showing themselves doing gay things on Instagram. <laughs> Slipknot, we are not your kind. What does that even mean? I don't know. I just wanted to share that I... Look at me. I'm touching a guy's penis. <laughs> Slipknot, we are not your kind. <laughs> touching a guy's penis. <laughs> we were so it's dumb. It's a gay thing on Instagram. <laughs> we were so dumb. Now, uh, the best Slipknot album or second best, would you say? Because Volume 3 is is pretty good. Volume 3 has the most... Is the most accessible. Yes, I say creatively. We are not your kind. Is their best. You are not your kind. We are. Not we are not your kind. Who knows anymore? We uh, are not alone. Yes. <laughs> Wolf and Bear with yes. EP. EP. It's a pretty good EP. Probably one of the best EPs of the year. I gave it a three out of four. Nova Charisma. Now this is a another incestuous Swancore thing. I hmm. think David Donovan Marianello. <laughs> Murcielago is in this is is singing in this one. Uh, This is called uh, Exposition One EP. This is recommended by Daniel. And it's fine, man. Uh, (laughs) uh, Knocked Loose, the hardcore punk band that is sweeping the world right now, released their second album, A Different Shade of Blue, follow up to uh, their I think it's 2018. like one of Dave's, I think is his number one album of that year or 2017, whenever that album came out. Yes. And, uh, this one came out and this one, this one is also like Dave's like in top five, but, um, I thought it was fine. It was fine. It's super samey. It's, Every song. I don't know when one song starts and the other song, another song begins. It's got that August Burns red quality. Yeah. In a way. And mm. we're, we're for both the bass and the guitars. Every string is like down tuned to hell and every breakdown sounds like <laughs> like that's that's 30 minutes of that whole album <laughs> but you know some the, stuff is good the video he posted i was i i, I wasn't too keen on i thought but, i thought my speakers were broken <laughs> but, but you know they they right. seem to be they they seem to be um uh People seem to be loving them. People seem to be hurting themselves at their shows. <laughs> yeah, see, people seem to be going deaf constantly <laughs> at their shows. Uh, this doesn't count as an album of 2019, but I'm going to count it anyway. Uh, Dance Gavin Dance with Acceptance Speech 2.0. It's pretty Finally. Good. I feel like I should, Sounds only, right. I should only be listening to this version from now on, yes. right? Okay. But you... I like the original. Yes. Yeah. Even though it sounds like it was recorded in a... In a, in a dumpster. I don't know why the technology wasn't there in 2013. That's the funny thing now. is it, it was there. It's just the knobs weren't turned <laughs> in the correct order. Maybe. Or maybe they were rushing it with the new lead singer. I don't, I don't know, know what it was. but like it, sure. And unfortunately, it turned out the record. But even though it's one of the best albums ever written, yes. now it sounds the way it's supposed to be yes. sound. And the uh, instrumental version will come soon, I'm sure. It's already out. It's already it came out. out like literally the same day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Number 14, we talked a little bit about this one. We're going to we're gonna, we're gonna Kesha with uh we're going to do the the, the, the the track one off of this album here. And huge surprise. And this was another recommendation. This was uh, recommended from listener Alex and I absolutely love the kind of dick. Uh, I absolutely love One time you mentioned that's that. That's all it is. Uh, this is Bad Flower with Okay I'm Sick. It's an album that like on listen one I thought this was something special and I thought this was something unique and refreshing and it's got like this weird glam rock kind of undertone to it uh, with like uh, modern day like alternative rock alternative like uh, modern day like hard rock aesthetics and like not every song is a winner we talked a little bit about that rape song this song seems to not fit 
on the album. Like, yeah, it's such a single, it's such a good opening track. It is, but yeah. then it, like everything goes so. I don't know. It goes in it, such a different emotional yeah, direction. Yeah, each song has its own identity. Right. And Except for the Trump song, which seems a little tacked on as well. The Trump song is not the best song on here, but it's it's also like, I get it. Sure. Like, it's millennial- hey, <laughs> hey, we're going to die. <laughs> it's it, Millennial Scum, the album. Yeah, it's it like, is. This is Millennial Scum, like, the album. You can tell they are 25. You know, oh, yeah. There's no... There's no question about it. Absolutely. But but <laughs> as an but as an album as a whole though, it has such a such a swagger to it and it's successful in its in its attempt at trying to capture your attention. It's where Water Parks is going. Like if Water Parks was a heavier band, it would sound exactly True. like this, I think. Yes. Yeah. And by album five, Water Parks will sound like this. Correct, yeah. <laughs> album five, so like middle of next year. Yes. So. <laughs> Maybe end. We'll yeah. <laughs> but uh, wow, what a, what a... I enjoyed this greatly. Yeah, and, and this came out of nowhere. This is just a recommendation from one of our listeners. So thank you very much, Alex. We really appreciate that. And if you guys have any more like cool shit like this that you want that you think we'd enjoy... like Remember, Mike will listen to anything you recommend. <laughs> <laughs> Scathing, <laughs> scathing review from fellow co-host Adam. <laughs> Check out Bad Flyer if you guys you get a chance. Standout track for me is The Jester. That's a great track. Yeah. All right, number 13. Getting to the end now. Oh, it's kind of fitting that I would have it be this number now that I look at, the, that, now that I look at it. Because sometimes when you're in a band... And sometimes when Mike and I like you, then we're like, oh, man, I hope this band goes on to live forever. And then a year later, that band breaks your heart by um, by, by uh, breaking up. Mm. And we're like, wait a minute, didn't you tell us that, that you loved us and were never going to leave us, Jason Butler? And then all of a sudden, we get liberal propaganda corps. Like literally six months later. <laughs> Fever 333. I mean... We saw him in 2016. Yes. Self-help. Then the Made in America thing came out last year. So yeah. two years, now three years, mm-hmm. since we hoisted him up and and, and and felt alive for the first time in our mm-hmm. life. And, and felt fear things. at a show for the first time ever. <laughs> and it was great. Yeah. Um, I, I enjoyed this album immensely. Yeah, me too. I gave it a seven out of nine. Cool. So Because that opening track... Excuse me, sir. What are you doing here? <laughs> I want to tell you, some motherfucking fever coming. <laughs> I couldn't count that as a track. I mean, no. just, it doesn't it doesn't work. But <laughs> it's more common. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe I should have played Inglewood because that sums up everything about both myself yeah. and Jason Butler's upbringing. Correct. We both knew what it was like to grow up in the ghetto. Yeah. I mean, for me, I was learning violins <laughs> in the ghetto. He was learning violins in the ghetto. Yeah. But that's just because I was a white boy being raised by lesbians and they mm-hmm. kept me safe in my Victorian house. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and where I didn't have the outlets that Jason Butler did. So. Yeah. Either way. But you're an ally. I'm an Just ally. because you grew up in a Victorian house by multiple lesbians. <laughs> Who knows how many? There's there so many there lesbians, lesbians raising you. <laughs> doesn't mean that you can't be an ally for people who are oppressed. I care about black people. I do. Not like George W. Bush does. No. George W. Bush doesn't care about black people. (laughs) But I do. Mike Myers probably doesn't. (laughs) He looked very shocked. (laughs) I hope someday that track 10 will come to to fruition. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that will look like when we can proudly say 
We did it, everybody. We did it, we did America. It. And while the crowd cheers behind us and <laughs> nobody is brutally getting harmed by the police or and, 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 and or very what? violent police brutality going on behind you. Hopefully, we're going to be there someday. Yes. But I'm down for it. And I'd love to see them live, but at the same time, I'm done with shows. No, you're done. So it's, it's okay. I, have, I, have, I need to find a new show friend. Taking applications, everyone. That's, that's why you got a wife. The skinny with Mike and Adam at gmail.com. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. God, God got me. It's over. All right. We're, we're winding down now. <laughs> Going to move on. I thought it was fitting to have it be number 13 when it's fever three. Number 13, 13, 13, yeah. Because Jason Butler has OCD. Yeah. And that's why it's only nine tracks because that's divisible by three. Mm-hmm. Every third track has a weird extended outro that. May or may not make sense, mm-hmm. but I still like those songs. Some of them might be in our best songs of the year. Uh, September. Uh, <laughs> September, we got Sleeping with Sirens, How It Feels to Be Lost, Lindsey Sterling with Artemis, Grayscale, recommended by uh, Dave, no, Nella Vita. I did Vita. watch some Lindsey Sterling videos this year. Oh, cool. I can't deny that. Were they, were they cute and adorable and teehee? No, they were all like post-apocalyptic, her playing violin in like a freaking warehouse somewhere oh, no. with like metal things happening at a rundown amazon running. distribution center oh no <laughs> i know i knew she was there this whole time <laughs> uh simple creatures with their second ep everything opposite i didn't like that very much oh i think i'm done with this <laughs> <laughs> maybe the lp will come someday they could have just put all 12 songs together and they could have I, I that's a weird thing about this year with music why are we segmenting things i think they because think the that album we need model that. well because the, the album model is unsustainable for a lot of these bands now for me it's still sustainable absolutely because for we them. get all of our music for free so <laughs> we don't count i could just exactly yeah. but I, it's hard to keep up but i don't mind it because it keeps it know, it weird. keeps it in the public consciousness i, which I understand so. why they do it mm-hmm. but i'm old school i love albums i love i love the story of right. albums and i love EPs don't count EPs never count. <laughs> and it's hard when it's only three tracks. I can deal with six. Six for EP. is good, yeah. Maybe, six is a good EP. Maybe five, like, but anything below five, I'm just like, this doesn't feel like yeah. a bulk of music. Come back you know? to me when you have the special edition with all 12 <laughs> tracks pulled into one. Too close to touch. <laughs> They're uh, trying. Goo Goo Dolls, Miracle Pill. I enjoyed this album. I'm glad to hear that. It's a good album. I'm hoping that you take the journey. I will. Through the previous... How many did I tell you? 11? Seventeen. There's so many. But he wants but me to. He wants me to go through uh, Bruce Springsteen as well because you you're, can do you're, both, Mike. That's so many. You can listen bands. to two albums per day <laughs> and then turn them off and listen to them the next day twice. But what if I need to listen? But what if I need to listen to As I Lay Dying with Shape by Fire or Selfish Things with Logos? I rem- I don't even remember listening to that album. <laughs> logos? Yeah. I don't by know. Selfish Things, you know that band. <laughs> That Dave recommended Stranger to me. Stranger Things. Stranger Things. <laughs> Tegan and Sarah released another new album this year. Oh. Hey, I'm Just Like You. It's and? all about high school. Wow. Aren't they like 35 now? Yes. But it's all about high school. Okay. Good for them. Your it's interest fine. in this band continues to wane. It's fine. As the decades go by. Yeah, because they're, they're not writing as good songs as they used yeah, to. Yeah, I guess that would uh, And also, before I get to my number 13, shout out to We Came As Romans who in September released uh, two singles, Carry the Weight and From the First Note, dedicated sad. to Kyle Pavoni. From the first note that I ever sang. Number 12 was a recommendation. Was a Number 12 was an album that I actively tried to avoid, mm. but I got a recommendation from Dave, and he assured me 
He assured me assured. I was going to like it. And it's your number 12. And it's my number 12 now. So at least you liked it. So thank you, Dave. Dave is right. Not only do I like it, I think this is their best album. Oh. And I look forward to what this new version of uh, this band does in the future. Sounds great. Do you know what it is? Yes, but not Okay. Yet. Capture the Crown. Yes. With Sudden Sky. Holy no, shit. Crown the Empire. Crown what the did Empire. I say? You said capture the crown again. God damn it! Been doing this. Crown the Empire. Since 2014. <laughs> <laughs> With Sudden Sky. What a dope ass album, man. It's good. It is good. It's good. It is good. There How is good? some sameness to it. How good? How good is it? It's my number 12. Why do Hell we even yeah. need to go any further? We're done with this episode. This, See you this, next week. this album is done. This band is done. We shall never listen to them again. I think we're they done. will never reach this. This is their heights. this is their apex. Get out of here, David Escamilia. <laughs> I know. You hack fraud. We never needed you. We needed puffy jackets <laughs> and slick haircuts. And we needed and some so little some some shroom core. And we need and we need tapered joggers. <laughs> tapered joggers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. It's but the I pants like that it. they were wearing. <laughs> and bald ladies with Oculus Rift headsets yeah. on. <laughs> um, no. What, I, I mean, I didn't hate the last album. It was fair. It was only last year? No, two years no, ago. No, that was two years ago. 17. Um, I, I thought nothing could ever become of this band again, but hey, they gave it their all. Mm-hmm. And I was skeptical. See what happens when you use your own creativity and don't steal songs from hack frauds? Or did they just follow the same formula and it got a little bit better? A lot better. <laughs> I don't know. This, these songs are a lot catchier. Yes. They're a lot livelier. And they, it, and they don't sound like they're just farted out. Farted. Yeah. What's, what's the name of the last album? We'll never know. We'll never know. But uh, that album anymore. sounded... They, I mean, I know it's a different singer, but like they sounded so bored and so checked out. I know they didn't write that album, but like, and it shows. But like, when you put in your own hard work and creativity, your own ideas, you can come out with a great album. And this is and it, and it's an album I was a band for a band I was completely checked out on for an album I wasn't even going to listen nope. to. I was I was done with them too. Yeah, I couldn't handle Mike's criticism if I listened to it and liked it. Yeah, and then he'd just be like, "Fuck that band, <laughs> fuck you, and fuck you all." I edited out a whole Frozen <laughs> tirade <laughs> from Frozen so 2. I didn't know if I could take it another year with Crown the Empire <laughs> as I've tried to like gain some sort of legitimacy for them. Sure. They've always been on the fringe. Yeah. They haven't been like the greatest band, but hey, number Absolutely. 12. Cool. Better. Well, then I'll go ahead and move on then to my number 12. If you want to, you can look them up on my iTunes to see what their last album is. Uh, it's too late. I can't even remember. Too late. I'm already moving on. Something about moving a spinny on. thing. Moving know. on until October. Uh, so, uh, oh, so, so now we can, I'm sure this is going to, we're going to talk about this band next week, but for now, we're just going to, I'm just going to say the name of the album and the band. We're going to move on. Okay. Beautiful Oblivion by Issues. Moving on. Interrobang, <laughs> Bayside, Foreign Language by Can't Swim. Uh, is that the EP? Yes. Okay. Did you listen to that too? No, I did not. Okay. Uh, I should, but I'm getting those bands confused. It's fine. In my brain as well. It's fine. Okay. Uh, Thousand Below, Gone in Your Wake. That was another um, kind of swan ish screamo type of band that I checked out like a couple years ago. This is their follow-up. It's pretty good. Okay. Uh, the Almost with Fear Caller. 
For your collar. Follow, collar <laughs> that you put on a dog. Hey, Aaron gave it a shot. <laughs> he did. I, and, and you know what? It's my favorite almost album. We'll just call it that. Sure. All right, good deal. Uh, Vise with Light Lost. There you good go. job, Vise. Good job, Vise. Paris with probably the best EP of the year, Hallucinations. You think? Yeah. Wasn't it a couple weeks ago you said that you were not a fan of that EP? But it's still the best EP of the year. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I gave it a five out of five. Nice. <laughs> I really enjoyed Perfect it. Perfect album. And that, uh, that song, I don't know. All the songs are good. Hallucinations. <laughs> yes. That's a great song. Heard at the gym. Uh, oh, great. <laughs> Norma Jean with All Hail. It's fine. Fine. Another, another Norma Jean album. I think I'm done with this band. What, eight now for them? Nine for them? Yeah, so they're, yeah. Like, they're, like, they're up there now. I listened to like the first two, and I was like, I don't think I'm going to enjoy any of this. Yeah, they don't That's change much. Yeah. Uh, Lock It with All Out. This is a Dave recommendation. Yes. It's number two album of the year. His number two, yes. His number two. Bunch of 23-year-olds from... It's pretty good. I forget what city, but... It's pretty good. I like it's, it. It's all right. It's all right. Number 12, The Reason Why. Yeah, we just did number 12. For me. Yes. Yes. Wasn't Crown the Empire? Your number My number 12? 13. Oh, okay. So yeah. it was number 12. So number 12, 12 for me. Go for it. The Reason Why I had to redo this list. Oh. The Reason Why... Oh, Sleeper. Get out of here, Oh Get Sleeper. Bumped. Get out of here. your Because you know what? There's a sad boy. There's a sad boy out there. <laughs> His name is Corey. His name is Corey. His band is The Wells. And Corey and The Wells released The uh, Way We Are. We're just Dave. crying wells. His our tears, our eyes become wells. We're filling wells <laughs> with our tears. <laughs> with The Way We Are. This is the song uh, End of a Good Thing. Whew. Which is a uh, reimagining of an old song. Yes, yeah. there's a lot of there's a few reimaginings mm-hmm. on here, which is fine. Which is fine. Yeah, it's and it's fun much to, better too. Much better yeah. than the, the original I mean, version. We have the originals. Yeah, <laughs> and these much better. Like with 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 time to sit on them mm-hmm. and a full band to experiment with. Ugh, Corey Wells. Yes, congratulations on making it this far in your career. He did it. He did it. <laughs> on a <laughs> yes, on pure noise records of all places. Exactly. This is he's one of those one of these things is not like the other mm-hmm. on this label. But congratulations, dude. He's gonna he's gonna go far. And I hope so. following him on social media and seeing the outpouring love and respect that people have now come to know for his music, yes. people are getting Corey Wells tattoos now. Holy mother. Yeah. Okay. And congratulations to Corey Wells. He just got engaged to his longtime girlfriend. I saw that Danielle. on the book face. Yes. Yeah. Cool. It's not the girl that we met with him, but it is. It is, yes. <laughs> well, it doesn't look like her anymore. Three well, years go by. Yeah. <laughs> She's changed her hairstyle a lot. Okay. She was blonde back then. Yeah. But I'm, yeah, I couldn't, I'm very happy that you enjoyed it because oh, I yeah. enjoyed it and I was going to feel really strange if you were just like, Fuck oh. you, Corey Wells. <laughs> I'm just gonna make sad music like your EP that we bought. <laughs> we paid money for that, Corey. We paid five bucks for your EP. <laughs> no, dude. Like this, this, no, Corey Well, Corey did a great job with his deep debut EP, and even the I mean, sorry, debut album, even the EP from two years ago. Like, fantastic job with those. Blame. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, but then like our burned off of his home computer DVD mm-hmm. or EP. <laughs> That will never change. No. no, <laughs> that, no. We'll always keep that. Correct. It's got yeah. the original version of Fall Apart which, yeah. when it wasn't called Fall Apart. Exactly. Yeah. So that's fun. So reading an article that he took that song to Chris Caraba, oh, yeah? who helped him turn it into what it became. And yeah, he uh, and his first thing that, you know, from the public knowledge is where he won the Battle of the Bands and opened 
Taste of Chaos back in 2016. Was it interviewed by the Skinny with Mike and Adam? Oh yeah, a, that famous a, po- that famous podcast, a little known podcast from the famous, famous I mean world, famous world famous. <laughs> so I, I assumed this was exactly what it was going to sound like. Yes, you know, but there, it's fine. It's great. But he's doing what he does best, and it's so refined. Mm-hmm. He has such a way with words in this album that it's so affecting, and ugh, it's it. it there's songs that breaks my there's songs that break my heart. There's songs that get me angry. There's songs that even make me fall a little in love with him. <laughs> well, I've been in love for a long time. Oh, good. He's got dreamy <laughs> eyes. But um, man, big voice mm-hmm. from such a little guy. Check and him out, America. I know he's already like charting on Billboard and whatnot. I know, dude. Congratulations. If you haven't heard it yet. Listen to it, you will not be disappointed. Congratulations to you, Corey Wells. Fantastic stuff, and I'm so glad that you've taken your music and you've and now you've shared it with like millions of people, and they're getting tattoos with your lyrics on them. Yes, you made it. You did it. Little little help from us. <laughs> we did it, Adam. I can't uh, wait. Always going to have to throw that in there, even though he doesn't remember anything about us. I'm sure. Um, okay, so number 12 was Crown the Empire. I can't believe Mike and I felt the same way about it. Mm. It's like it's like hell is freezing over. and The sky is freezing over. The, sky the sudden sky. falling. Now, this next album is not Crown the Empire, and I'm kind of happy about that. <laughs> but I'm going to pick this song, track nine, because I wasn't sure. Since their last album felt, ah! met, meant so much to me. Uh-huh. Um, Sleep Talk. I cannot say that I like this album more than Waking is Rising and Dreaming is Sleeping and Sinking and Feeling. Uh-huh. But Sleep Talk, which is a name that I will always remember, is a really, really, really good album. By and I will Day always Seeker. Yes. It's a 7 out of 9. I will always bump it ahead of Crown the Empire. <laughs> Confirmed, folks. Dayseeker, always better than Crown the Empire. Uh, the, the singles on there, the first two tracks, some of the best tracks of the year, which is why I did not play them now. Mm. Maybe play them another week. Interesting that you played this song. Um, I still don't care for the Cut Your Limb song, and I don't care for the, 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 the glory of the ivory castles or whatever that one is. Are you okay? No, I'm a little upset you're playing this song. But I like this song. I know. I like this song, too. I'm not going to change that, regardless of what you think. (laughs) Tune in. Stay subscribed. It's Skinny with Mike and Adam. If you want to hear the song. Talk a little bit more about this song. (laughs) So, I guess I could have played the final track, which is very good. But we'll go into more depth, I guess, about this We'll talk about this album in depth. the, The Ivory Castles song about religion. Eh. It's yeah, it's a it's it's very like angry atheist, which yeah. I'm so fucking over. Yeah, and again, the, the videos for the song. But the person. song, but the song itself is a banger. I'm glad you like it. Yeah, I'll let the, the rest of America enjoy that song. Mm-hmm. But it's just not my thing. Um, but yeah, Dayseeker. It's like I don't know. I, I I think I was still expecting more, but I still couldn't deny how good it was. Yeah, so it's, it's fantastic. Not. Yeah. So you still like um, dreaming is. Sleeping, but also waking up is pretty good, yes. too. Yes. Okay. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Dreaming is sleeping and waking is okay as well. <laughs> Whatever it's called. <laughs> yes. It's better. This is still a good album. It's a good follow-up. A yeah, this one's follow-up. a little bit more accessible, too. Dreaming is Seeking 
Waking is... <laughs> I can't even read it. <laughs> rising. Break, rising. I'm pretty sure that was my number four from last year. Yeah, yeah you loved that album a lot. There you go. Uh, yeah, but this one is a little bit more accessible. It's a lot less... Um, it's a lot less kind of heady, I guess. It's no discussion of miscarriages. No, not, not this time. I enjoy that. Leave that for... Uh, Plot is you. Plot the plot in you. <laughs> I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well then, number eleven. Number right. eleven. Right there. Winding down this episode for no, my number eleven. I've said so many words. We've got a couple right. of November albums to go, get over, and by a couple, I mean literally two. <laughs> Royal Coda with Compassion. Yes. Good on you. Thumbs up. Uh, Lost Frequencies by Hawthorne Heights. Good I on like ya. those three songs, and I like the reimaginings, the covers I could do without. Good on you. Especially and that Billie Eilish cover. Eight. Why? Get it? Because it's track eight. My number 11. It's my daughter's album of the year. Leave it alone. To this park. <laughs> uh, my number 11 Does she have a podcast? I don't think so One day Does she listen to this podcast? She's going to be an adult I don't think so In the 20s Oh my god <laughs> By 2026 exactly. Number 11 Yes Number 11 Play the song Okay, thank you Oh yeah So Nothing Nowhere With uh, the Bloodless EP Wow I had a hard time keeping this In my top 10 It's it kind of surprising a... since you like to count EPs. I thought this would be in your top ten, but uh, that's okay. Me... No EPs in my top ten. Okay. This is my number one EP of the year. Okay, the cool. List. And, uh, yeah, so the reason why I decided to kick it off over here, because the, the subject matter, literally the same as every song he's ever written in his entire career. However, musically, he's evolving and, and changing up his sound a little bit. And uh, making a full band sound, which suits his style and his voice really he, well. He mentioned nothing about Bernie Sanders in this whole EP. I don't know no Bernie Sanders, about. which is why I kicked it off in my top ten. There you go. You know me. <laughs> huge socialist. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, he's not recycling the same diatribe. No, but it's... Because he, he got rid of the politics, finally. Right, but he mentions himself being locked in his basement again. Yeah, because it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> It's almost to the point of self-plagiarism. He was only going to die in the basement. He didn't lock himself in the basement. Well, you know what I mean. Anybody can come in at any time. It's back only on... locked from the inside, from the outside. Right. Back on Reaper, anybody was allowed in. <laughs> he just wasn't going to leave. He didn't buy the latch on the door back in Reaper. But yeah, I mean, because the subject matter is just the same recycled stuff over and over again, I really want him to at least start singing about new stuff. What else is he going to sing about? At this he point? literally has one subject to think of, sing about. Like, I get it. You're sad. You can say the same thing about Corey Wells. Sure. <laughs> if he's if three albums from now, he's still singing about being sad. It took Brian Fallon eight albums <laughs> to finally talk about being happy. <laughs> okay. You're oversimplifying okay, what sorry, I'm saying. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm saying he's using recycled themes, okay. almost recycled lyrics, and it's just the same kind of track over and over again. But... I dig it. Uh, Bloodless EP is a step in the right direction, I'll, at least. I'll take it any day. I love it. You should you should probably get Travis Barker to stay in his band. Probably. Yeah. I'm sure he's not busy anymore. Nah, he's... he's what, what's, what's he doing? <laughs> Blink-18... What is that? Mark Hoppus and... He's in Strange Creatures. Yeah. And DeLong Mark, is in the 
outer DeLong, space. The long is in the loony bin. Yes, the I know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Travis Barker, bringing it to the masses, bringing nothing nowhere to the masses. What's your number eleven? So we can I finally end told this. You. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> it was Day Seeker. That's right. <laughs> so that we can finally put an end to this long episode. It's long. It always ends up being our longest. I one, know, though. but it's okay. As long as we can laugh. As long as we can enjoy it. Yeah. As long as we can eat during it, mm-hmm. it always works out. So thank you guys. Uh, those of you also who shared recommendations with us, uh, the three of you, which is great. Thank you very much. Hey, and three is better than zero. It's better than zero. A lot better than zero. So, I mean, uh, let us know what you thought. Uh, we'll tune in uh, next week's episode where we'll be talking about the bottom ten. Those always end up being like the shortest episodes that we don't want to talk about these so much. <laughs> They've been longer the last few years, though. Yeah, they have. <laughs> we, we we just can't stop shitting on them. Anyway, uh, thank you guys for uh, for for sticking it sticking it out with us. Uh, tune in for the next couple weeks. We got a lot more to talk about. I'm gonna get my beans ready. My beans. I got my, my fiber and my beans ready <laughs> for the shiting. Ooh! <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, we'll tune in soon. And uh, for my co-host Adam, I'm your co-host Mike. And I'm a pretty unicorn. And oh, I don't have to do that. You don't have to. I do don't that. have to do that. I'm gonna keep watching Marvel movies. <laughs>